so in lieu of our riveting conversation about the domestication of chickens, I wanted to ask everybody if they had any good hotel stories. I assume we've all been in hotels before. Because I have one. I was in New Jersey this past week at a hotel, so I have a story. I don't know if it's a very good story, but I have a story. I didn't know if anybody else had any interesting hotel stories or not. I actually do, and you probably don't remember it, but... I, I probably do not know. I don't know what age we were, but we um, we were in Washington, D.C., and you threw up in the hotel room, and to me, being, like, super paranoid and super, like, phobic about vomit, like, was in the hallway while they took care of things, and April and I just did cartwheels up and down the hallway and goofed off in the hallway because I was freaked out and I refused to go back into the room. So, I don't think I've ever been to Washington, D.C. You were definitely in Washington, (laughs) D.C. What was I, like, two? We had a family vacation in Washington, D.C. We were very young. I don't don't have any good stories. The only most poignant memory I have about hotel experience was one time my parents were offered a free vacation which they thought was an amazing opportunity by a friend of theirs. Little did they know that their friend was offering them a free vacation to go and listen to their portion of one of those timeshare meetings. Oh. Yes. So my parents, betrayed by the false generosity of a close Perfect. friend of theirs, had to sit for like 10 hours a day. I'm not even joking. And they would do their best to slip away and pull off and do other things. But I remember I had a babysitter uh, at the time, and I remember just spending ungodly amounts of hours in the middle of nowhere in a random hotel. <laughs> That's huh. pretty bad. That's a pretty good one, though. Yeah, yeah, it's a good story, but it's not a good memory. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, did they get the timeshare? No, obviously. Oh, okay, well then, I guess, yeah. That <laughs> my, my, dad, my dad's version of the story is a lot funnier, because he always tells about, like, how he was a minister at the time. He was a pastor, and so the guy kept trying to tell him, oh, we can refinance, we can work with your income, what's your income? And he, he couldn't convince the man how low it was. Like, he thought he was joking or, like, lowballing him. And at one point, my dad pulled him aside, like, no, sir, I honestly don't have an annual income like it's so low i might as well not have one i i afford to to live and that's it like i donate all of my time and uh call them yeah, josh period yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my dad has some funny backs and forths but that's his story not mine <laughs> huh. okay oh, well Jason, you're holding us up in suspense here. yeah so this past week i was in new jersey for training uh, on a on a color machine, um, color copier machine, and at the hotel, uh, it was it was fine, nice hotel, everything was good to go. But on the final day, on Friday, um, at four forty-five in the morning, it's uh, better be good. The fire alarm <laughs> went off, and the whole whole hotel fire alarm goes off, blaring. And you know, right? Standard procedure when the fire alarm goes off is you get up. You get around as quickly as possible. You leave the building because it's potentially yeah. on fire. Right. So what I did is I stayed in bed for about a minute, hoping that I could wait it out because I didn't want to get up. And um, I eventually I came to the realization that 
you know, the alarm's not just going to turn off. So I had to get up and I was like, I'm in my pajamas. So I don't know if I was just like half lucid or something, but like, I was like, okay, I'll get dressed. So I got my, my, my shirt, my dress pants on, everything, everything was good to go. And, uh, I was then sitting there and I was like, you know, I've got all this stuff in here. I can't just leave this stuff in here. So I put everything into my bag. All the while, this alarm is blaring. It's it's deafeningly loud. I tied a shirt around my head because I didn't have I didn't have any earphones or anything. So I just had a shirt around my head to black out the sound because it was it was really loud. And eventually, I got everything in the bag, grabbed the bag, and I walked out. Got to my car. Everything. I had pretty much everything with me except for my personal phone and I was sitting in my car I was like looked at the roof didn't see any like glow of fire and I was like I probably could walk back in and get my phone I didn't because there was you know cops and firemen all around I was like probably shouldn't try to walk back in so I I waited out there was no fire there was no danger I was fine but after the fact I was sitting there I was like you know, if there had been a fire, probably wasn't the the best series of actions to have taken in oh, my escape. so slow response. You you gambled your life on the off chance it was a false alarm. You said, you know what? Probably you some intern forgot to change the it, bag. It was <laughs> a shirt around your head. Like, you took the time to find the shirt. And then tie it around your head I, I rather had, than escape the burning building. I had nothing else to drown out the noise. It was very God, loud. You don't need to drown out the noise. Get outside. You don't need to drown out the noise. The noise is there to get you going. Look, from my perspective, it was an exceedingly inconvenient situation. No, it, it's like they hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil, while blatantly ignoring chaos around them see say, after that you've I'm laid there wrong. for a minute like what was your end game laying there were you gonna like put a pillow around your head like nope this isn't happening no see i like to happen. think it's along the lines of well guess i'll die he looks at his phone he's like 445 i'd rather be dead he puts it back <laughs> see in in my experience every fire alarm that i've ever encountered has been either a drill or just a false alarm so, statistically speaking, I can completely divorce fire alarms from actual fires. Oh, like, sure. The thing here that, that he's not telling you is that while he was in New Jersey, he watched the show Chernobyl. Yeah, that's true. So, if anything, Jason, an alarm should be like, holy crap, I, I gotta get, get out outside. Here. Now, okay, I this... Outside. You would've just fallen back asleep and died. This strengthens, this, like, this strengthens my anything. point, actually, because in the show, there was no alarm to precede the incident. So clearly, alarms mean nothing. <laughs> mean nothing. Never has anyone ever been saved by a fire alarm, is, is what Jason is saying. Yeah, they're basically pointless. Might as they well are essentially pointless we don't even need them but yeah so moral of the story is that i will now be bringing um earplugs earmuffs when i I have them in my car i just didn't take them into <laughs> the room say you're wrong sir <laughs> but yeah that's that you is now wrong moral. that is now 
my personal uh, hotel Your point story. Is valid. You're no longer able to participate yeah. in literary yeah. criticism. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. Yeah. I I know probably not the probably not the uh, wisest course of action. I'm half but, um, tempted the next time that he gives us like, oh, you hear from the tower a large dragon's roar. I'm gonna be like, meh. I don't hear anything. No. Listen, well, I haven't seen dragons I, in years. I haven't oh. seen dragons in years. Like clearly, that's not even a dragon. Again, no. the last statistically, attack, that was just a wyvern that got lost. It went back yep. to the cave, and we never had to worry about it again. So statistically, again, you you've only heard the dragon roar one time, and it never came after you. So clearly, clearly, Sirius yeah, old dog. He cut off his own leg to perpetuate the story. Right. Man, man, man's got an issue, dude. It's too Zero, The uh, next time that we play. Um, any game and Jason's a, a PC. If he slots alarm in any of his casters, we know that it's false. <laughs> Not true. Uh, uh, if I ever played a caster and I did alarm, that's how I would roleplay them. They would be so like annoyed and inconvenienced about the whole like the fact that somebody tripped their alarm. That they just <laughs> wouldn't say anything to anybody. They would be so annoyed that it would it would ruin the whole point of having an alarm. He gets just so silence on himself and goes back to sleep. Yeah, yeah. You can make alarm and a silent alarm that only wakes you up that also ignores allies. That's the problem. So. Is he? He's the one who doesn't. He doesn't want to get woken up. Oh. Can we delay the inevitable a little bit longer? I really don't want to get into this encounter quite yet. So <laughs> somebody else bring up a funny topic. We'll talk about that for two minutes. See, this is one Speaking of, the, of a mild inconvenience, let's get to this basilisk. <laughs> Speaking of a mild inconvenience, um, that's not true. What about a great service like Sirenscape, whose ambient noises are provided by? Word order doesn't matter. Very true. And as someone was saying, Sirenscape, so that we can listen to ourselves die. I think Justin said something like that. <laughs> Sirenscape. So I can listen so to can. this uh, sounds can we, of death. Can we make it a house rule that every time a PC dies, you have to play the Wilhelm scream? <laughs> yeah, right. That just like takes it away though, because what if it's such like a tragic death, and then I yeah. just play? No, that, that's when you have to play it. <laughs> You need that comic relief. Can you go ahead and reset that music for me too, though? It's not blaring on my end. I'd appreciate oh, yeah. that. But um. Yeah, unfortunately, the Wilhelm scream will not apply when you are turned to stone. Which, I'm think it. which may be what occurs right now. Um, it's been a we took a week off there, so to quickly recap the events of of the last session, as well, the last couple of sessions perhaps, is mm -hmm. you came back to the fort here. And you uh, attacked it from the same direction as last time. But this time around, they had far fewer defenders to face you. And you were able to much more successfully kind of steamroll over their initial, uh, initial guards, initial reinforcements. And you were getting ready to look through some of these buildings when uh, one of the uh, commanders came out invisible and attacked and did a, a pretty substantial amount of damage but just the nature of action economy was then surrounded by all of you <laughs> and didn't last much more than a round or two with all the flanking and sneak attack and all to be that. Fair, it could have spiraled almost took down jessup if i remember 
was within a couple of HP. Did a lot of damage to somebody. I don't remember who exactly, but uh, it was, three it attacks. Was like the, uh, the me getting down. That was the that was the first time we were here. Oh yeah. right, this is we're yeah. talking about this. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, but um, yeah, three attacks from invisibility is uh, she doesn't get sneak attack, but uh, it's uh, it's a lot of damage. Um, after that encounter, you, I think. I think you might have gone... To, I can't remember if you went to the barracks first or if you went to the southern building first. Uh, I think you went to the barracks first, found the two uh, young, um, newly recruited ranger women who had been captured, and uh, you managed to free them. They gave you a little bit of information. They didn't know a whole lot about the fort, um, <clears throat> but they gave you a little bit inform- of information about the uh, what you might be looking at. And uh, you brought Aubrin, Sirio, into the fort. Sirio's been keeping watch on the tower, making sure nobody comes out of there and surprises you. And in the meantime, you went down to the southern building, looked in there. They had all of the animal cages and such. You were looking through some of the stuff that was in there when a uh, an incorporeal creature just kind of appeared out from below the ground and started to attack um I think the first to target was Frampton, but he got away quickly enough. It then turned to attack Aiden, and I believe he, it hit Aiden, and Aiden Did suffered. Did not get away quickly. Yeah, uh, suffered yeah. some some negative levels there, which might impact this coming encounter, because negative levels apply a penalty to saving throws. And in this next building, you found what appeared to be a a, a goblin that was kind of like dozing off at the uh, at the forge. And um, seeing as it was just the one goblin in the room, this seemed like the prime opportunity to interrogate somebody who's at the forge might be able to give you some really useful information. Unfortunately, as it turned out, it was not just a goblin. It was, in fact, a bar guest in disguise. And just before changing form, it had called out its pet which Jessup was able to just barely recognize before we ended as a basilisk. And I think where we have to start off now is jumping directly into initiative. Yep. Yep. A little peek behind the screen. That energy drain hurts a lot. Yeah. Uh, Inflicting... Beat Some that initiative. Although temporary I'm negative HP, my max values went down. Um, Attack rolls, much everything suffered. saving throws, <sighs> skill checks. Yeah. yeah. Um, now remind me, we had haste running into this combat because it was cast right before, or did that expire, Jessup? I mean, uh, I would have assumed it'd be gone now. It only should last seven minutes between us. Haste seven rounds. 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 Oh, yes. Yes, so it's over. Yes. My bad. That's yeah, a heck of a haste minutes. spell you've got there. <laughs> I was some Empowered. magic that I got. Because yeah. right. like you cast it to get out of here, not before we went in here. Correct. So it should expire. Yes. Okay, oh, well, man. we got some interesting initiative rolls initiative. here. <laughs> um, you need initiative from me, which yes. also, I believe... It's got a little squeaky line, which means it's bad now because of energy drain. I yeah, because you take a penalty from from uh, ability checks. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. So brings it down. Oh no! I'll Pretty say, much everything I do is too worse. One of the two creatures in this room 
rolled a very high initiative. The other one rolled a very low initiative. <laughs> I hope it's the gay's one. Well, hopefully neither <laughs> of these ramped it, not that it matters. But. So, starting round one. First up in initiative is Frampton. Frampton, you, I believe, are still invisible at this moment. You're kind of checking the door uh, to the north while they're having this conversation. And you hear, um, do you speak goblin? Um, That's a good question. I do. Yeah. So you understand this conversation going back and forth. And you hear the goblin say something about a pet. And you hear something crawling out from the barrels behind you. Um, but you have not yet heard anything from your companions. What do you do? Uh, draw a circle on the map on accident. <laughs> nice. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Good job. That's your standard okay, so action. <laughs> but like I heard this thing. You hear something moving out from behind the barrels. So I know that there's something there. You You know there's something there. Five foot step, full attack, do it. <laughs> but then I might get petrified. That's correct. You if don't know that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that, so I would five foot step towards it. Okay. Try and jump on whatever the pet is. Is it not meta gaming the worst? <laughs> you, you five foot step forward to whatever this creature is that you can't see from behind that barrel. And as you come around the corner, you see this eight-legged creature, kind of like some kind of serpent. I can blow it up here for you. This creature crawling out on the ground beneath you. And um, it looks like like it's... Yeah. It looks like it's kind of like blinking. It's like just woken up. But it kind of like looks up in your direction and you look down at it. I need a very important... In my direction? How does it know I'm there? Yeah. Visibility? Well, funny thing. <laughs> it have scent. Oh, it has scent. No. Funny thing about uh, Basilisk. Uh, Frampton is scent- scentless. He has yeah. no pores. He doesn't. We put sweat. that on him. Yeah, we put that <laughs> yes. on him right before we went in here. Is yeah, that they I was born with do not have scent? scent. <laughs> um, oh, so it wouldn't so actually look up at you, but there's no oh. facing, so it's right. Right. It doesn't okay. matter the flavor text. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't have effect. to see you. You just have I to have see to it. Killed Unfortunately. By okay, so you need a fortified. A very important fortitude save. Whatever you say, DM. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, oh no! Boy. Oh, no! That's the worst. I knew it. I said it before this started that we always. Always, we get these like super critical rolls, and we always get really high, and it always disappoints Jason. And I love that moment, but that I thought that we had burned up all of our luck, and that we were not gonna roll this. You remember well. when when Jason decided to say, you know what, guys, we're not gonna implement hero points any longer, just as an uh, FYI. Gosh, we could use one now, huh? Yeah, could really use just... that hero point right about now. Can we just say, like, you rolled a natural 19 for your initiative, right? but a natural 1 on your fortitude, like, right. can roll 20 the, the and just switch part those rolls? I, I feel, I feel well, kind of uh, responsible, because um, you didn't have to submit yourself to a gaze attack. <laughs> if he had you, known. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
So, with a natural one on the die... For a five, those listening later. Frampton, you look down at this creature, which has not noticed you, because it does not have tremor sense, it does not have scent or anything like that. But you're looking down at it, and you do catch its eye. And as you do, you feel this strange tingling sensation come across your body, starting at your toes and fingertips. And as you look down, you see that your skin is starting to turn gray, and within the next few moments, your arms, chest, and up to your head has turned solidly gray, and you are trapped like a statue. And he's invisible. Yeah, we don't know that. Our characters yeah. don't know. Uh, I don't know if he, he would be an invisible statue or if he would... Yeah, he hasn't yeah. taken a hostile action yet, and uh, th- uh, spells linger for their duration even after a caster has died. Yeah. So but would a hostile action take me out of invisibility though, like another? Yeah. Yeah. So if, yeah. Well, so if like, you if do it, like, if you plane. do it in a, in, a, in action, if you attack. No, I someone. mean like if the spell hits me. From it's not so. if something's no. done to you. It's if you do something. Oh, so you stay yeah. invisible. Like so, if somebody used a fireball and you were invisible. Yep. Your corpse would stay invisible. Yep. Correct. Wow. Correct. Yeah. yeah. You're you're in a rough spot there, bud. Oh well. It'll be fine. It doesn't last forever. It'll be fine. If Let we me... win, it won't last forever. If we if we lose, you, you well, will be you'll be in stone forever. Just so you. I'll be in stone forever, but I won't be invisible forever. They'll have a nice uh, yeah. peat to put out in the garden out there. That's true. Know? That's true. That's true. A nice statue we'll of Frampton. Can we say he's doing like the Cleopatra? Oh yeah. Thing? Yes. He, <laughs> he, I, he I really hope he saw it happen. He he like. Walking no, he stopped in the disco. He stopped in the disco. Yeah. What what face was on Frampton's? What expression did he have as he realized that he was going to be turned to stone? What what, what did he do? <laughs> I like to think that he was doing the worm as his five foot steps. So he's frozen. For, for, for those who don't know, he's frozen in the worm. <laughs> in the worm. Justin stuck his tongue out and went bug eyed. So that is currently what Frampton. He pulled looks a like. an Albert it's Einstein. Frozen. Yes. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly correct. Okay. Well, enjoy this fight, my friends. <laughs> Godspeed, we'll sir! Next, in the initiative order, outside of the building, we have Kieran. Uh, Kieran, all you know is there was some conversation going on inside. Uh, I don't know if you speak Goblin as well. Um, I do. You do. So you know that there was some conversation going on. The, the Goblin said something, and... Honestly, you haven't heard anything after that. You you haven't right. heard the signs of any any battle. You haven't heard because there was no shouting. So yeah, as you don't know exactly what's going on inside. Yeah, I'm going to delay because as far as he's concerned, nothing has happened outside of what was happening before. And the fact that he could hear Goblin talking, you know, could just still be conversation that they're having. So he's just waiting. Okay. Kieran's like, it's all going swimmingly. (laughs) All according to plan. Kieran delays. Which brings us to the one of them that rolled a 23 on initiative. The Barghest. The Barghest kind of... um, Does Barghest have tremor sense? No. Does have scent, though. Um, The Barghest is going to... Uh, notice the face of Jessup, who identified this creature, creature probably uh, somewhat frightened by the prospects of fighting a basilisk. It's going to sneer in your direction, and it's going to cast a spell where it's at. It's actually going to five-foot step back over here to cast a spell, and 
Uh, Aiden and Jessup, you both look at this creature. I'll blow this one up as well, the bar guest. You look at this creature as it begins to quickly flicker, like, in and out of existence, it looks like. Parts of it will just kind of, like, disappear and then reappear, almost like a strobe light effect. Um, and that will be its turn, which brings us to Jessup. Jessup's going to cast blindness on me. Jessup, you have identified this creature to be a basilisk. So you know about its gaze attack. <clears throat> so basically how that works. Yeah, uh, that's what I was going to ask. A gaze special attack takes effect when foes look at the attacking creature's eyes. So as long as you look at it, not necessarily it looking at you. Um, each opponent within range, you having identified it, you know that it has a range of 30 feet. Um, each within range has to make a saving throw or take the effect. Um... Basically, your options are... You can you have two options. You can avert your eyes, which means you avoid looking directly at the creature's face, instead looking at, like, the body or its shadow or whatever. Uh, Josh has a question. DM, um, it's presently 35 feet away from Aiden. The bar guest does yes. not have the gaze effect. Gotcha. The gotcha. basilisk Basilous. has the gaze effect. So, so the bar guest just went... It stepped back and cast a spell. It's No, it's at the top of your turn you have to make this decision. So at the start of your turn, you can avert your eyes so you just don't look directly at it. Basically, you have a 50% chance to avoid having to make the saving throw. So you'll roll a d100. 51 or higher, you don't have to make the save for that round. 50 or below, you have to make the save still. Um, While you were averting your eyes... The creature, with the gaze attack, gains concealment against you. So every attack you make against the Basilisk would have a 20% mischance because you're not looking directly at it. Your other option is to wear a blindfold or essentially close your eyes, at which point you don't have to make the save at all, but everybody now has total concealment from you. So 50% mischance against any creature nearby. Those are basically your two choices. You would also know that a creature with a gaze attack can actively direct its gaze at a creature and force an additional saving throw, but that is essentially a standard action. It's like an attack, pretty much. And what happens if I close my eyes fully and then it forces me to look at it? Like, if my eyes are closed, how does that work? I would assume that you are fine, because even if yeah. it directs its gaze at you, I assume you still have to meet its gaze in some way. Yeah. But if I avert my gaze and then it puts its gaze on me, do I still get to roll the 50% chance for um for I would say so because I'm not yeah. 100% sure, but like I don't I'm pretty sure. I don't see why it directing its gaze would be different than you just meeting it on your own. Okay. So, it's not going to change anything anyway. So, Jessup will immediately close his eyes and uh he'll kind of shout out uh Oh, we're in a pickle here. There's a basilisk here. If you look at it, it's going to turn you to stone, and that's really going to stink. So, avert your gaze or close your eyes, kids. You'll kind of, like, reach back and try to find Aiden. And uh, after that, he will start his uh, bardic performance. Okay. He'll just do uh, inspire courage. Okay. Jessup calls out a warning and begins to inspire courage. And he'll kind of five-foot step back while trying to 
find the wall, so... Okay. Shout out, Factor, <clears throat> and there you go. That brings us next to Aiden. Aiden, you technically could roll to identify the Basilisk on your own, but you have been told already what it is, so that's up to you. Sure. Um, I know what it is, and I don't think it'll make change my decision, but maybe I'll learn some additional piece of information because it's a magical beast. Is this correct? It is a magical beast, so it's a knowledge arcana, which for you is just an intelligence check, but you get a plus two because it's a favorite enemy. Uh, yeah, so it just comes to a seven. So nothing yep. new except that I'm nope. going to say he's, he's heard of this thing before. You know it's a basilisk, sure and you know not to look at it now. Story. Yep. Yep. Um, he will, as a move action, pull out a piece of equipment from his backpack and then as a standard action don it which is you're saying what what piece of equipment well behold smoked goggles which he happened to purchase from navi okay so seems a bit convenient these these spectacles (laughs) these spectacles have lenses made of smoked glass that help protect against creatures with gaze attacks you are always treated as averting your gaze when dealing with gaze creatures and you gain a plus a circumstance bonus on saving throws against visual based attacks you take a minus four penalty on perception checks while wearing the goggles and all opponents are treated as having concealment yep Seems very um, convenient. Couldn't couldn't tell the rest of us that we needed a pair, huh? Aiden was just like, mm, I feel we like I'm gonna need We had two weeks to these. put that in our character sheet, Josh. We had two I, weeks, right? I, well, I, at fair, any time you could have mentioned that, hey guys, you might want to pick up a pair of these. To be fair, you didn't like my ideas. I did say, but, hey, these might be good to have. You might want some signal whistles and other stuff. And you know what you all said? Nah. I'm sorry. Does anyone remember Josh ever mentioning smoked goggles? I don't remember. I remember are you gonna, are you gonna swing your back for me here? Or are you just gonna? Act like Jessup you don't wasn't remember even this? here when Navi was here. Was was he? No. No, Jessup wasn't no. here. See, no. so there. I will say when you that take um, up for him more. <laughs> when when I last looked through Aiden's character sheet, he had so much crap on there. I wouldn't be surprised if he brought out like a live turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Which would have been bad if Nayari was, was still in Nayari there. screams from across the She panics and leaves the fort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, did, I did have a lot of stuff. I won't argue with that. <laughs> okay. Even with that, though, you do still have to roll a d100 to see if you have to make it. Because you're only treated Correct. as averting your gaze. Yep. Um, would you do... So I need to roll a d100. Succeeds. Okay. Brandon, I just saw rolling um, one hundred. I'm good. And can I can I dawn and take a defensive stance in in one turn or not so much? Like fighting, def- can I increase um, my AC basically? I think you can total defense as a standard action. I don't. Right. I don't. Th- I don't think you can do it as a move action. You could kill the basilisk and wipe me down with delicious basilisk blood. Anyways, I'll five foot step in front of Jessup to help protect him a little bit. Okay. Yep, total defense is and a standard then, action, so. Right. And fighting defensively, I assume you have to you make have that to choice make when you go to attack. Sort of attack. Yeah. Not just acting in combat. Yes. Okay. Curse that rule. We'll after Aiden. Okay. And yeah, I'm sure that we shout it out and let him know what's going on. Yeah, I don't really know. Well, I will First, can I also roll Knowledge Arcana on... Sure. Because the other one was Knowledge Planes. Correct. Right? We have Knowledge Arcana, Knowledge Planes. 
Okay, 22. So, 22, you... You've been told it's a basilisk, so you know it's a basilisk, and you have heard of basilisks. You have one additional question, if you wanted to ask something else. Um, did you... Did you already share, like, did Jessup share, or I don't want to phrase this. Did you tell us that we can unstone people with basilisk blood? Yeah, that, that. that's part, yeah. So you'd know okay. range 30 feet, uh, gaze attack, uh, a single, so with fresh basilisk blood, meaning within one hour of death, you can coat a creature that has been turned to stone and it will return back to life. A single okay. basilisk has one d three amount of blood, so right. up to three people can be turned back if you roll well. Okay. Um. Okay. So I am going to, knowing that I can be turned to stone. I guess I never actually asked my other question. Yeah, uh, you never actually asked sorry. a new question. <laughs> um. Uh. Does it have any special defenses? Like, does it have spell resistance? Uh, nope. No spell resistance. No okay. DR. Um, no Ooh, generous DM. No defense. Well, that's just because there's there's no any there's no design. defenses. Okay. To, okay. Uh, that's speak all. Of. I was mostly caring about the spell resistance. Um. So I'm going to, as my uh, move action, I'm going to grab something from my haversack. Okay. And I'm going to put it on the ground outside okay and is would you count that as my move and standard or just move it it's a haversack yeah a haversack would just be a move action i like yeah. so traditional backpacks the way that i think it's supposed to work is if you're grabbing an item from a container like a backpack it's two move actions one to take off the backpack and one to root through it or a full round action if it's like something like a pouch or like a like a belt pouch or a bandolier or an adventurer's sash, that's just like it's easily available. It's just a move action to pull it out real yeah. easy. Um, a, have, a haversack, though, specifically, the thing that you're looking for is action. at the top. So even yeah. though it is a backpack, it's just move action. And okay. there are some things that defy that, like arrows is a free action to grab. Uh, well, some feats let you get stuff. Quiver. Right. The uh, wrist sheath, the spring-loaded wrist sheath, I like that one. It reduces yep. it to a swift action for one item. That's pretty cool. Let's get a potion out quicker or something like that. Okay. So I pull that out, drop it on the ground, and then I will cast Mirror Image. Um, Mirror Image. Painting. Okay. So that will be a 1d4 plus 2, I believe. Yes. For three caster levels. Yep. Ooh, wow. Six. Okay. Not wow. that they'll help me against a gaze attack, but... They really won't. They turn might... all seven of you to stone. Yeah, right? <laughs> okay, and that will be my turn. Okay. Brings us to the Basilisk, which is going to continue forward to the nearest target. And it is going to make an attack. Yep, okay. It's going to make one attack against Aiden. Okay. So this is going to be a bite. Uh, that is a 19 to hit. That'll miss. Okay. 19 uh, total? Yes, and negative levels don't 
reduce your AC. Okay. They do not reduce my AC. Okay. Thank God. They may reduce your dexterity. I think towards sp- skill checks. Yeah, I don't think it lowers your it ability. It's just ability correct. checks. Okay. So take a penalty on it. So right. if you notice my my character sheet, they all got the squiggly line. Hey, this stat has been affected, but that's because if I roll it, you'll notice it's got a minus two. Okay. It's a minus two to your rolls, not to the stat itself. Gotcha. Okay. Fair yep. enough. Yep. Negative levels do not mention AC in here that I can see. So yes. Yep. Uh, a 19 will miss. That is the Basilisk's turn. Top of the round, we have Mr. Statue himself continues striking a pose invisibly. Bringing us then back to... Oh, wait, no. Kieran has to change initiative. Forgot about that. You went just after Aiden. Right, okay. So let me drop you down there. Which instead brings us to the bar guest. Is going to cast another spell. Can we get spellcrafts on those? I was asking earlier, but uh, yeah, you can. You guys can roll a, a spellcraft on that first spell. You could have seen that. Fourteen. And then on this one, not going to do it. Eighteen on this one. Eighteen. I believe the DC is fifteen plus the caster level. So eighteen is not going to do it. Spell level. I think it's the caster level, but I can check. I think it it's here. spell level. Pathfinder's spellcraft. Oh, we'll check. We'll see. That minus two doesn't help. It does fair. say spell level. Um, even so, that's not going to do it. The eighteen's not okay. going to do it. Sure. Wow. Okay then. Unless, Twenty-six on the first one for this is a Bard. Bard guest. <laughs> No, it's not how. A bard guest. So, Jessup, (laughs) uh, the first spellcraft against that first spell will succeed. It, last round, it cast the spell Blink. Yep. Um, So basically, it's it's wavering in and out of the ethereal plane. Any attack against it basically has a mischance. Even attacks that it makes also has a mischance, because at some points in time it's not on the material plane at other points it is so it's basically wavering back and forth so there's a lot of d100 rolls that are involved in that and it doesn't have control over that it doesn't correct have control it, yeah. when it becomes yeah. in this world correct um and you can roll a second spellcraft for the one it's currently about to cast um uh, i'm not because i'm closing my eyes right 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 okay unless it has verbal components um i mean I don't know if you'd roll it with a penalty because well, you can't see somatic. That's the question. These are spell-like abilities, so technically they don't have either. They don't have it. They don't have either. Then you have to see it being cast. So this spell, it uh, is going to move here. Actually, it has to move all the way up to here in order to not get the basilisk. It's gonna move up. I just get the basilisk. It's gonna move up pretty close to all you guys, and it is going to cast this spell in a thirty-foot cone forward. I need Aiden and Jessup to give me will saves. What about reflex, though? Nah. It's a cone. Nah. Uh, yeah. What about fortitude, which nah. I currently get a plus eight we'll to? Will save in a cone. Huh. <laughs> it is an enchantment, compulsion, mind-affecting, emotion effect, if any of those matter. Which I don't Good think thing Aiden has resistance against emotion effects. It's not a fear effect, is it? It should be. 
Um, but it's apparently not. If this program is giving me the right things. I don't know if it makes a difference with well-versed to get a plus four, but... Uh, it's not language-dependent. Is okay. it a... You said it was a charm effect? No, it's a compulsion. Oh, compulsion. Mind-affecting emotion effect. Uh, this creature casts an invisible cone of despair on both of you. And uh, so Jessup rolled a 22. Definitely saves. Aiden rolled an 8, which is going to fail. Aiden... You are now taking a penalty, a minus two penalty on attack rolls, saving throws, ability checks, skill checks, and weapon damage rolls from the Crushing Despair spell. Is this a condition I can tick on? Uh, or is it just, it's not like paralyzed it, or shaken? It doesn't or... say like you're shaken. It just says you take a minus two penalty on attack, saving throws, ability checks, skill checks, weapon damage rolls. Okay. Well, a, sh a shaken condition does give you minus two on those, so on probably all of those? do shaken. I think it's um, on all shaken of those. is attack roll, saving throws, skill checks, and ability checks. Okay, so it's shaken, but additionally on damage. Well, then put sickened on, because sickened is attack, sickened. damage, saving throws, skill checks, and ability checks. Yep. Okay. Which will stack with my energy trait. Most penalties do stack, yes, so... So minus four on all of my attacks. Yeah. As he feels the fear of becoming petrified. Yeah, you are keenly aware of the danger of this situation. I like Next to think up. he heard a story. Something that haunted him from his childhood. Maybe. He remembers the owl bear attack? No, not that. That's just regular trauma. Regular trauma, not magical trauma. Regular trauma. Next up, we're back to Jessup. Uh, I'm going to drop performance, so it will linger. Um, I don't, uh, I'm not really sure what's going on over here. I, I hear some uh, spell slinging and some uh, snarling. We're probably getting out of here. He will just kind of use his hand to go across the wall here. I guess he'll bump into the side because it's half movement. I'm yes. Okay, and I don't believe my movement's impaired yet. So 30 feet. So, yep, I move 15, just bump into the corner, and I see Jessup's kind of just probably facing the corner. Right. Okay. Jessup starts making his way to the door. Aiden, you are up. You want to mm. wanna give me a D100 roll? Yeah. 38. Okay. I'm going to need a fortitude save. Correct. Don't remember there is an additional circumstance plus eight on this fortitude save. Okay. Well, matter so that, that is one. a thirty-one. Ooh. Okay. Dear heavens. Yeah. So with your penalties, you have a plus four bonus, plus eight for the circumstance. So you have a total of a plus twelve bonus. Correct. So yeah, you do you, you do still have to roll. You can fail it on, yeah. Uh, yeah. But with that particular roll, natural nineteen on the die. You are fine for this round. So I will um, draw out the greatsword with a quick action, with a quick quick draw. I mean, free action. Free action. And I will do a full round attack onto the basilisk, and he'll say, "My voice is shaky," so he'll just say, "Out of character," but in character. Um, and we have to try to kill it so we can save anyone that might be turned to stone. He's like, "Well, this this Frampton." Where's Frampton? Oh no! 
That's oh what he says. No. My voice is shaky, oh no. but we have to do this. Right, You yeah. should have stabbed it and become visible. Friend, right. why are you so useless? I know. <laughs> Holy, Holy what wow. the Holy heck am I looking crap. at? Gosh. So, Ignore the haste. I forgot to click that off. I had clicked it off Good. on the. Uh, I will wait, ignore the haste. Rolled three natural twenties. Okay, okay, yes. okay. Let's let's get into this. Okay, okay. What? First attack what? is a natural twenty for a thirty, which will hit, and yeah. then a natural thirteen for a twenty-three to confirm. I assume you have magical beast ticked already. Yes, I okay. have magical beast ticked already. So a twenty-three will confirm against the basilisk. Nice. Dealing forty-four points of damage. Forty-four points of damage. Does that kill it? No, but that's freaking close. Um, it has. I'm doing math in my head here. Okay. <laughs> okay. So my party performance. Yeah. And it doesn't include a haste bonus. It just, I, on the weapon, actually, when I had haste, I had it programmed in, so I didn't right. have to roll my main attack twice. So it doesn't have anything that it shouldn't have. It's just that slot got rolled when it, right. it's not relevant. So, <laughs> confirmed critical hit for 44 damage. The haste attack, which did not happen, but was another natural 20 with a 17 to confirm, would have confirmed, but you're not hasted. So, let's just ignore the other 43 damage that's not happening. <laughs> The iterative bad. attack, which was another natural 20 for a 25 to hit, which hits, the 8 does not confirm, so you deal 22 points of damage. Uh, its total hit points was 52. Oh my gosh. So in a single Holy round, crap. however, you do have a 20% mischance. Correct. So oh, I need no. I need two two D one hundred rolls to see if those those attacks actually yeah, hit. In order. Why why is there a mischance? Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh. oh the highs and the lows. The highs and the lows. This is fun. I so, love this. In order, the confirmed critical hit misses. But the other attack, which did not confirm, but did also hit, will actually, actually hit. So 22 points of damage. You now know it's at 30 hit points, because I told you it was at 52, because I forgot about the concealment, but that's fine. I also, I I didn't forget about the concealment, it was in the back of my head, and I almost rolled it with the attacks. But then I got too distracted by the three nat 20s. By the three consecutive natural 20s, yeah, I, I can understand that. Um, yeah, so pardon me for accidentally cheating. <laughs> so, not a one-round kill, but still a good round. Still, still a good, a good round. round. Um, he can't do this alone, though. I, I mean, if you feel. keep rolling consecutive natural 20s, yeah, you can. The Hurry. weight of, of that. Um, and he'll shout out, Frampton, where are you? We have to go. Okay. The enemies now know there's an invisible person somewhere in this room. Right. <laughs> They'll be watching their be backs. That person, but does the second is that minus two actually built into your damage, or is that one of those where it's like a note that shows up that we have to remember? Uh, it is a note. You have to take two, so it's twenty. Okay. Good, good catch, Sarah. I was gonna say because some some of those buffs it's, are. It's only the it's only the ones that affect damage because there's there's no the way the the macros are set up you can't actually 
like affect the damage. Otherwise, it'll mess up the way the dice are rolled. Thirty-two hit points. <laughs> I really am sad that I didn't get to one hit kill it. Oh, I'm really happy. About that would that. have been very interesting, but uh, see that. Harkens 16. back to what Justin was saying is like, oh, we always pull out of these somehow, but yeah, not we're today. We're not out today. of time. We're, we're already going way high, way low, way high, way low on this uh, this back and forth here. I gotta say, even though it felt a little bit scummy, I thought about like, hey, I bought those goggles. I swear to goodness, I'm gonna wear them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't care what they call me. I bought them, okay. Um, yeah, that told, uh, might might fine. might play a big role here, but we'll see. Moving That's on fine. to Kieran. Well, actually, it wouldn't have affected any of us because the characters that were there for Navi are not here anymore. So Nayari and Orin may oh, have had smoke goggles. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't yeah. have helped us anyway. That's yep. true. Didn't think okay. about that. Yep. It's okay. It's fun to make fun of me. So it I don't is. Like you. <laughs> I enjoy it. It's yeah. just you know, natural. Good fun. <laughs> All right. So. I mean, what else is Justin going to do tonight? He can't really do anything. Um, nope, because you're stone. <laughs> so, Kieran is going to... Oh, man. Kieran is going to take a deep breath and move here. Are you averting your gaze while you do this? Yes, but if I avert my gaze, can I still get a general location? Yeah, so averting your gaze, you're basically looking at the body or the shadow around the creature. This okay. might be a good example, uh, and it will show my my taste in media. You know, like in Naruto, where they have the Sharingan, so you have to look at like the feet to avoid looking directly at the eyes. It's like yeah. that. Okay. Have you ever right. watched Baruto? Is it in Baruto? No. It's Jason. You pronounced it wrong. It's Naruto. Oh my god! Okay. Naruto. My boss used to intentionally bother me. He walked around. He's like, "Hey, you see the latest Naruto Boruto?" <laughs> and every time he would pronounce Naruto. it in intentionally wrong and different, like Naruto Boruto. Did you see that? That's a new. It's a new. We got the TCG for it in lately. Yeah, the Naruto Boruto has been selling really well. <laughs> okay. I rolled 62 my and I got a 62. on the D100. You yes. are good for this round, averting your gaze. I am going to cast Lightning Bolt on in a line that will okay. hit the Basilisk. Cast it in a line that too. hits only Aiden and Frampton. It won't That's hit. Right. I don't know where Frampton is, but just conveniently, he's not in the line yep. of this attack. Convenient. Now, be glad yep. I chose Lightning Bolt and not Fireball. Right. Fireball yeah. would have been. Wait, you have fireball now? You have I fireball? Do not, I do. Not oh, know. oh, that's it's, oh. it's a saving throw of a DC 16 reflex. For half. Was it a 30 um, foot line, 60 foot line? 60 foot line. So, yeah, so you basically fire it like 120 this. foot line. I'm sorry. It's 120 feet. You fire this lightning bolt out and it like strikes into the barrels in the back of the room. Some of those just instantly burst into flames. And this, uh, this Basilisk will roll a Reflex save. Reflex is its worst save because it has an 8 dexterity, minus 1 initiative, so that's why it rolled so, so low. I'm glad you chose Lightning, Sarah, because some of my favorite uh, elemental type damage are the arc bolts that, like, mm. burst. Other, yeah. Oh, so fun. In Starfinder, there's actually a gun that you can get with that setting that it doesn't do a lot, but it can do a lot of burst damage because it will arc for a whole room if you, if you let it. So cool. 
Yeah. Okay. I rolled an 11 on the die. Its reflex bonus is plus four. So I got a 15 on my reflex save. <laughs> okay. So 25 electricity damage. Yeah. Okay. It's 32 hit points. It is very damaged. Not but dead. it is still up. Yet. For now. And For it now. is hit its turn. It is. I mean, it would be great if it could go over and attack uh, Kieran. Yeah, have it, it move. Go do it. Do it. Have it do it. It it realized that it almost got triple crit by this dude. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. It, it has. It doesn't. It doesn't have tremor sense, but it has sense crit, which means any time a crit is almost. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Come on, Papa needs a blood shower. I don't like that sentence. Can you take it back? Nope. nope. <laughs> Leaving it out there. Leaving it out there. Can you undo it? Nope. Papa needs Papa. a blood shower. Papa Frampton needs a blood shower. No, but, please leave. Um, as <laughs> <You're> per, <laughs> as per the book, the basilisk is going to charge the first opponent that it saw, which was Aiden. No, it was so, Frampton. Well, didn't it didn't Frampton. see Frampton. It was um, Justin. So the ferocious combatant is going to continue its assault on Aiden. Sure. Come at me. It didn't hit last time, but we'll see. It got close. That was worse. That was a 14 to hit. That's not no. going to do it. It's going to step a little bit closer to its buddy. It's buddy. And that's going to be its turn. Top of the round, Statue Boy is still in the corner, bringing us back down Statue Boy. to the bar guest. <laughs> it sounds like a bad anime character. Statue <laughs> Boy. So Statue the bar guest... Boy has done all the basic stuff that it wants to do it's gonna go into the attack oh stinking basilisk got in the way of a five foot step hey 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 too bad dm stupid, sounds like he's got to deal with bad teammates stupid basilisk with its it. two intelligence um <laughs> yeah so the uh, bar guest is instead going to move into position with Aiden, uh and do one attack because it can't do a full attack, unfortunately. That is going to be a 26 to hit. No. You're a liar. <laughs> How much damage, good sir? Does not get a bonus to its damage, it's a bonus to its attack. So it, you're going to take 8 points of damage. Actually, I have to roll concealment to see if I'm even able to hit you. Yeah. 89 on the concealment. So eight points of damage. I think you are going to take those eight points of damage. That is going to be the bar guest's turn, bringing us to Jessup. Jessup, you, you've heard a lot of things happening in the last couple rounds. What uh, what are you gonna do? Um. So my performance will linger one more round. Um. So he heard lightning strike. I guess he heard Kieran. He's gonna kind of try to walk out feeling the wall bump into somebody and oh dear Kevin is that you I was making a hasteful retreat uh, guess we're doing this and he'll spin back around but he will not uh, open his eyes yet and uh, 
Yeah, I guess that's about it. Okay. That's more I wanted to do. Are you going to just delay or skip turn or what uh, mechanically are you doing? Skip and turn. Okay. Skip and turn. Mechanically nothing. That brings us back to Aiden. Aiden, you've got two creatures in front of you. Um, yep. You can give me another D100 if you're still averting your gaze. Oh, 45 my gosh. means I need another fortitude save. So that's Ooh. a 20. Oh. Ooh. That's a 20. Oh, no. Is it a 20? Yeah. You're okay for oh. this round. Oh. God, that was close. All right, let's kill this thing. Come on. Full attack, starting with... Take the freaking uh, haste off, dude. I don't yeah, want to see I, those I, three attacks again. I, I I undid it. Wait, leave God. it on. That's where the crits come from. No, it's just it's just two great swords. No longer hasted in spirit, only in reality. Do you have cleave? I do have cleave. Okay. But you don't, get, about you don't get iterative attacks if you do that. Correct. Right. And I thought it would technically, so just, sorry, boring game stuff. Normally, since I know how low his AC is, mechanically, it would normally be better to cleave. However, you'll remember that I have a one in five chance of missing, so it is no longer mechanically better. But number two, we don't make those kinds of decisions. We're just playing a game. I totally would have cleaved if there wasn't concealment. Statistically, might still be better. Yeah. Um, anyhow, without further ado. Oh, man. Ooh, 13 boy. will probably miss. 13's going to miss. Three on the die. 13's going to miss. Uh, the uh, iterative attack, 22 to hit. That's going to hit. 80 on the concealment. That'll go through. 23 points of damage. 21. If you were 21 points of damage. If you were keeping track with the math, it currently has seven hit points, which brings it down to minus 14. Surprisingly enough, it is not permanently dead yet. So if you wanted to revive it, you could if you act quickly, but it is... I'll keep that in mind. Thanks, DM. It is unconscious and very much close to dying. And well, we need it to be dead to get ripped and back, so we'll just let that checker bleed <laughs> yeah. out. And then we'll just bathe him in its blood and uh those were both Shower. of your attacks so yep so I've you can only got five foot step if you'd like yeah and he's gonna five foot step towards because he knows there's another door there yes he's gonna five foot step towards that so in case he has to he can move action and dip out okay Kieran, it is now your turn. You see uh, Aiden has slain, or almost slain, this basilisk, which means that you no longer have to worry about a gaze attack for the time being. Right. Unless you're really stupid and you walk right <laughs> up to the corpse and look at it or something. I don't know. I peel its eyes. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if the gaze stare. attack works when it's unconscious. I don't know how that how that functions. I uh, don't uh... know. Um, I'm going to as I move here, okay. pull out my glaive, and then I will make an attack on the basilisk. Do you want me to roll my attack first, or roll the concealment first? So, you're attacking the basilisk? No, no. 
No. Bargas. I was going to say, because that, no that, that is a letters. reach weapon. That is a reach yeah. weapon, and you, nope. the basilisk is adjacent to you. No. No, no, no. Bargas. Okay. So yes. what was your question? Do you want me to roll concealment first or my attack first? Roll concealment first. Okay. Oh, it has concealment because of blink. Because of blink. Yeah. Have... Yes. 47. 47. Let me look back through the... Physical attacks against you have a 50% missed chance. Yep. Okay. So you so swing at this creature, and you're on track to hit it, but as you do, the torso just evaporates. Your swing goes by, and then it just, like, appears back. Like, it blinked okay. It blinked out of the existence as soon as you went to swing it, and you uh, are not able to find purchase. Okay. That is good to know. Okay. That's my turn. Top of round four, we come back to Frampton, and we skip Frampton. Going to the bar guest. Oh boy. What to do about the bar guest? It is not happy that you killed its pet. I was going back and forth on who to attack. We're not happy that it stoned our rogue, so. You don't know it stoned your rogue. Well, he hasn't made an entrance. Maybe he just took off. I haven't heard a quip in 12 seconds. Your grievances are uh, not relevant. It is going to five foot step up to Aiden. Yeah, it's going to five foot step up to Aiden. It's going to full attack. So because of blink, it gets. Uh, I didn't factor in the plus two it gets from blink. So this is going to be a twenty six on the dot. Twenty six on the die. Twenty six to hit. Twelve on the die. What kind of die are you? Rolling? I see you're rolling. <laughs> so that was the yeah, bite. That's not fair. So the bite yeah. will hit pending concealment. First yeah. claw, 24, hit pending concealment, and the final claw, natural one, will miss. So, first concealment roll is a 88, second is a 83. Uh, I believe that's going to be fine. So that's two hits. So from the bite, you take nine points of damage, and from the claw, that's not a d6, the claw, you take six points of damage as it growls out in your direction bringing us to Jessup is the basilisk down? the basilisk? yes (laughs) yeah he'll shout out that he killed it Aiden shakes his head and then says yes as, as he is see, so. to be fair. So it probably is, no, I killed him! <laughs> <laughs> so Jessup will open his peepers and, uh, oh, good job, whoever did that! And uh, he will move action, start back up Bard performance for his okay. Bard courage. Hmm. He will five-foot step and move action, pull out his bow. Okay. Brings us back to Aiden. Aiden, you are uh, in base-to-base contact with this bar guest, which is tearing into you. Open the door and run away. No. That will provoke twice. But you can do it if you so wish. I'm going to... Yeah. Yeah, what's life without a little bit of chance? Right? Uh, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Um... So the one who statistically didn't want to cleave. Technically, it's a good thing he didn't cleave. 
technically. Because he missed that first attack. I missed yeah. that first attack. That would have been bad. Both. That would have been real bad. I would have been really upset about that. Um. So did I roll a knowledge check against this thing yet, or can I it's, not? No, it's knowledge planes. Okay, so I have to untick magical beasts, I assume. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is not a magical beast. It is an outsider. outsider. Right. Um, but that adds difficulty into, like, he doesn't know if it has DR. We haven't learned anything like that. Uh, no. No, yeah. not really. Um, I can't remember what uh, questions you asked, but I don't know if that was one of them. Yeah, for the sake of things, though, Aiden will go ahead and uh, full attack. Okay. So I'll roll you two concealments first. Sure. 62 and then a 3. So your first attack, assuming that you roll well, might hit. Might hit, and that's the only one that it'll be relevant to the discussion. Correct. Yeah, but would that have been his iterative? He's doing them in order, so... Oh, okay. right. So a 19 to hit? 19 to hit. Will hit your target. Wow. Nice. Not all the damage is going to go through on your Masterwork Greatsword. 20 okay. damage, by the way. Just remember. 20, also remember. But a decent chunk does go through as you cleave into this creature's... Not, not cleave, but... Cleave yeah. into this creature's well, cle cleave. hide. Flavor cleave. Flavor cleave. It's tough, <laughs> thick hide. It yells out in pain and kind of gnashes at your hands as you pull them back. It's a thick hide, though. So to fight, despite finding purchase, he realizes he's got he's got to work through a very thick hide to deal damage. It's gonna, it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna take some effort. Brings us back to Kieran. Uh, okay, so you do know that Iden Frampton. And the bar guests are all in line for a <laughs> I don't know Frampton's there. I five foot step forward to try to help set up flanking. Okay. So I will five foot step here to get into flanking. Okay. And meanwhile, I'm going to shout out, Frampton, where are you? Frampton! And then I will try to attack it okay. with my glaive. I will roll concealment first. Okay. Yeah, rolling concealment first makes the emotional roller coaster less. Okay. Eighty-two. Sad. Will bypass the concealment. Wait. Sixteen. Natural four. Sixteen. With flanking, to hit. though, you don't have flanking it's, in there. It's with flanking. Yeah. It's with oh, flanking. It's, it is. Inspire yep. courage. That's with inspire courage. Flanking, inspire courage. Yeah. Natural four. Everything a sixteen will miss your target. It's like. It's like, remember when we were fighting those bat things in the cave in complete darkness, and like I could not roll over. Like I rolled a forty-nine. Like I rolled a, four, I don't know if I rolled a fifty, and I just couldn't get past concealment. And then when I got past concealment, like I just couldn't hit. Well, deja vu. Okay, moving on to the basilisk. It's going to make a Constitution check. It has to roll a natural twenty to succeed. Rolls a nine. So it is, it is dead. Hopefully, it's not like rounds that you have to bathe the person in the blood before they. You now have, I believe, ten rounds in a minute. 
what, 600 rounds? because yeah, it's an hour. Oh, yeah. is it an hour? Oh. You have one hour. If we can't take out this of uh, our guest in 600 rounds, then <laughs> I don't know. We should probably stop playing RPGs in general. Yeah. <laughs> Justin will have quit the group. Yeah. For I'm real. Done. Not just been uninvited. He's just going to say, I'm, I'm not hanging out with okay. you guys. <laughs> Top yes. of round five, skipping Frampton again. We come back to the bar guest. Um, We're going to go, we're going to do maybe a little bit of back and forth here. I think it's going to do a, a bite and a claw at Aiden, and then it's going to try to do one swipe back at the guy behind it. So... Does it have reach? No. It's, no, so it's, it's going to five foot step, step between. between. Oh, I these. see. Okay. Yeah. So I'll roll concealment first, like we've been doing. So the first two attacks are against Aiden. We've got a 30 even, which is, I believe, going to be fine. And then a 22, which is also going to be fine. Man, was it close. So the attack against you is going to be a 25 to hit. Yep. And a 23 to hit. Both hit. Tell me the damage. Sorry. 22 to hit. Still hits. Okay. So on the bite, you take 6 points of damage. On the claw, you take 5 points of damage. And then it 5 foot steps back uh, here to claw the guy behind it. Which will do concealment. 31. With a natural one. So uh, doesn't doesn't even break an image. Bringing us to Jessup. You now have your bow out. Yeah. Uh... Difference, but I will five foot step and swift action arcane strike. Okay. I'm dropping performance, by the way. Okay. Um, but Had you started longer. that back up though? So it's still. He started it last okay. turn. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I move action, pulled my bow, move action, uh, inspired again. So inspire creature, cane strike. I am firing into melee. Correct. Blank. Alrighty. Yeah, not bad. Twenty-two to hit. Is that with the penalty? It sure is. Okay. Nice. Twenty-two will hit your target. Eight points of damage. Uh, a little bit. It does go through. You do manage to damage it slightly as your arrow uh, lands into its side, just below the rib cage. Oh, does he also need to roll concealment? Oh, uh, yeah, you would need to roll concealment. This is this is a true thing. It's physical damage, so it'll be 50% yeah. still. It just Ooh. makes it 58. Goes through. So you do deal a little bit of damage. That brings us to Aiden. It's sad, but I've got to use this turn uh, for some tech. He's going to full round action, pull out a potion of Cure Moderate Root Moons, and drink it. Okay. Um, and then he'll close the distance thereafter between okay. them. Um, pure mod is 2d8 plus 2, right? 2d8 plus 3. 2d8 plus 3. So I'll just roll the 2d8 and go ahead and so, add the 3. So I gain 15 HP back. 15 HP. Brings us to Kieran. Okay. Kieran will shimmy backwards 
and try to stab again. So rolling concealment, I miss with a 23. 23 will miss. The uh, concealment... I'm glad I'm not rolling the attack because I don't want to be further disappointed. (laughs) It's a good thing that I only have 20% because there's been a couple 30s and 20s that I've rolled. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Skipping Frampton for round six brings us back to the creature. It's getting a little bit annoyed. Uh, It's going to do the same tactic. Two on Aiden, but this time it's going to go for Frampton. Because it knows the mirror images are going to be a little bit annoying. Frampton is I'm sorry. invisible. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 take backsies. The so one on me and two on Jessup is what you're saying? Two on you, one on Jessup. It's focus, focusing most of its ability on you. Got you. So first concealment is a 63. Second one is a 28. Really cutting it close Damn. on those, but... yeah. Eh, that one might not actually hit. Uh, yeah, that's a 19 to hit. No, no, sir. Yeah, a very low really single-digit roll. Second one, that's higher, 26. Yeah, that'll hit. That will hit. You'll take. This is only the claw, but rolled max, so eight points of damage on the claw. Oh, come off it. Max and then it's the going claw. to do a 56 on concealment against Jessup as it five foot steps up here. So that will break through the concealment. Um, probably hits with a 21. Okay. Uh, again, just the claw. You take, this time, minimum five points of damage. And that will be its turn. Bringing us to Jessup. I'm a fluff. It's a shame that you weren't looking away, because if you had been facing away, then you could say that the bear bit you on one side and a Bargus slashed you on the other. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for my tush? Yeah. Oh, that was a troll. Oh, yeah, the the troll. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm Even going to... Yeah, I'm going to five-foot step, and I'm going to ready in action to shoot the Bargus once... Um... Kieran moves, assuming they move. Okay. Because I believe in if they move and they're within reach, they should not be within melee. Right. We, we looked that up. Right. Yeah. So okay. Jessup steps back and he kind of looks to the others and maybe says like, oh, stand clear or something like that um, as he waits for an opportune moment to strike, bringing us to Aiden next. Oh, I guess that's better. Um, no, um, Aiden can go along with that plan. He'll delay. Okay, Aiden delays, which then leads us to Kieran. Kieran stays right where he is. (laughs) (laughs) Screw you! (laughs) The chance of me hitting or slinding none anyway. Uh, uh, I guess I don't really have any options. I'll have to just move back into the doorway. So you five foot step back. That triggers the readied action for Jessup. A miss anyway. The concealment will miss, unfortunately. Kieran, Man, you can continue some your mileage turn. Good, good thing I didn't have though. to uh, worry about the uh, fire into melee on that, puppy. Yeah, good yeah. thing. Fired into Blink. Yeah, the, I will uh, act after Kieran. Blink has been going really good. Yep, so Kieran, you can continue your action, and then uh, Jessup will come in after you. Fifteen! <laughs> Fifteen on <Nope>. concealment <laughs> will not get through. This is like spell resistance. <laughs> Bringing us roll. back down to Aiden. 
So Aiden is going to free action uh, drop the great scourge, but flavor wise, he kind of like throws it into the ground and sticks it into the the mount. Is it dirt he, or concrete? Floor? He throws it into the concrete tile below, and it just yeah, no. clinks off, bounces to the other side no, of the room out of reach. He wedges in and stands up tall. Um, he will then uh, free action pull out the composite longbow. Uh, and he's he is doing going the classic to... runaway. Well, he's going to knock one cold iron arrow um, as okay. part of his many shot and he okay. wants to see if that does particularly more damage if that makes okay. sense um, so he will rapid shot many shot which means I need to roll three concealments okay um, so in order uh, oof. Oof. Four. oof no yeah three oof. concealment because the first one is two arrows yep. oh, my oh my gosh dude you shoot the <laughs> They go wide. Come on, man. 15, 38, 48. Goodness and gracious. Five foot step back. I, I thought the basilisk was going to be the problem here. Golly. That's Brings us bad. back to the uh, bar guest. Wait, what about... Oh, that's right. He delayed after me. Yeah, y'all y'all moved in your initiative order. Initiative order. Orders. Yeah. So, brings us back to the bar guest. Uh, oh, goodness. What is the play here? As soon as you went to arrows, you missed all of your attacks. So clearly, you are a useless ranged character, not a threat at all. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. But see, Kieran hasn't hit in melee yet either, and Jessup hit only once. And Jessup is there. I mean, you do whatever you want. I did did kill his pet, Sarah. Yeah. Did we ask? I'll say. say I will say. We'll do we'll do equal measures. So I'll roll a d6. I think that's fair because technically he'll be able to full attack if he goes against you. He'll only get one attack if he goes against yep. me. So that's another thing to consider. One, two, Jessup, three, four, Kieran, five, six, Aiden. Two. Going up against Jessup. Yeah, the one we didn't want to happen. Correct. So concealment rolls. First one. 66. Oh. A 2. It blames out of existence. Zero, zero, 002. So the second attack is going to miss. The final attack. 19. 10 hey, and a 9. Hey, take wow. that. You luck. The bite wow. will go through, which is the higher damage one, but both of the claws will miss. The bite is. Oh, goodness. That's going to hit. A. Uh, 33 to hit. Not a, not a crit. <laughs> Just hits. Uh, so you will still take um, 7 points of damage. And uh, it's just kind of lashing out furiously. Um, hoping that it can wear you down before you wear it down. But it's not, it's not liking its prospects. Jessup, that does bring us to you. You are kind of trapped in the corner there. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. You can acrobatics, or attempt an acrobatics out of the way, but otherwise you will be provoking to get out of there, and every shot you make will also provoke. Then I sheath my bow. That's a smart choice, too. Um... Sheath the bow? Yes, but it would provoke. 
And, and I was just like, do you sheath a bow? Oh. Would that be the term you use? Or holster a bow? Just holstering provoke. It's not yeah. sheathing. It's <laughs> Anywho, I'm going to delay. <laughs> okay. Joseph is going to delay. That brings us to Kieran. All right. Kieran is going to try to acrobatics. Okay. To move with his plus one. 20. A 20 will not succeed. I didn't expect so. But he's going to move anyway. Okay. So I'll Um, concealment on that. 24, so that is a a good one. That gets through. For a 22 to hit. So now it's a D7. So I'll roll that one because I don't have a D7 on hand. 7. So that is an image. Image is gone. So I move to get right where the basilisk is. And I will turn and lightning bolt straight ahead. Jessup? Nope, it's a line. Bounces off the wall and hits Jessup. (sighs) So I don't know if it does it have spell resistance? Because I can nope. roll for that. The oh, it might. It might. Basilis- uh, I mean, the uh, bar guest does not have spell resistance. So okay. It's got so a, it's it got a better be reflex save than the a basilisk. A 16 did, but... reflex DC. Does it still get concealment from that or only melee attacks? Melee uh, physical damage. So AoEs and stuff will well, still damage so, it. Okay, so... Yada, 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 physical attacks, yada, 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 I guess technically any, these count as physical attacks. Any individually targeted spell has a 50% miss chance. Um, while blinking, you only take half damage from area attacks. So he'll still make the save and everything, but he'll take half damage, and then if he yeah. succeeds, it'll be a quarter damage. Um, but uh, he's got a better reflex save, but when I rolled it, doesn't matter when you roll a natural one, but it's still only half of the damage anyways. 12 so, damage? Right. 25 so, divided so by 2. Taking taking away the Inspire brings it to 24. No, 25, but halved it's 12. So yeah. it takes 12 points of damage. Ouch. Still up. Brings us to Iden. It's Name's Jat. Cornering Jessup over there. This time I am firing into combat, so I'll have yes, a are. bit of a neg. But he's going to do the same thing, just notching a single cold iron arrow to see if that's going to be what overcomes the DR or not. Trying yep. to watch for it. Because um, he doesn't know, and most player don't know. And I don't want to waste those arrows that are towards it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'll roll three. Bad. They're not that bad, but they're hard for us to get anything in this game. Correct. Okay, so, so we have a 43, so the many shot's going to miss. A yeah. 50, which is also going to miss. You have to get a 51 or higher. But the iterative attack, the 76, will go through. So make your your iterative. So your lowest attack bonus... The 9. So miss. 9. Yeah. That is not wow. going to hit your target. Bringing us... You can five-foot step if you want. Yeah, he's going to five-foot step. Yeah, and Jessup, if you want to move, you can do that now as well. Further away. 
Well, yeah. Okay. You five foot step within five feet of the forge, taking 30 fire damage. No. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Right? <laughs> That'd but be so funny, not. he says. I would find it quite funny. Uh, Jessup, would you like to jump in at the bottom of the round? Please. Um, can you total defense and still do move action? Total yes. defense is a standard action. Okay. So, yes. Gosh, I'm almost debating. I'm just debating if I try to acrobatics, but if I fail, I get a attack of opportunity, and then... And then we'll be at half movement, so... Yes. Right. Or you can total defense and try to move your way through with a higher AC and let him get the attack anyway. Yep. I see your struggle. Yeah, because even if I if I fail and only move half speed, then I'm still within. Uh, How many ranks do you have in acrobatics? Six. Or ranks? Okay. I'm sorry, one. So I have acrobatics of six. Right. You had yep. three ranks. So you would have gotten higher. Total defense would have been the better option for sure. Well, I don't normally but, total defense. Yeah. I'm just trying to. And you know, this guy right. does have a pretty good to hit, so. Yeah. Doesn't seem to do a lot of damage, though. Yeah, it's probably going to fail. Whatever. I'm going to try to jump, flip, skip on right on over. So I'll total defense and then try to okay. jump around. So total defense and or then you you're attempting both. to acrobatics around this creature, moving at half speed. Nope, that's fail. And 18 will not succeed, so it will attempt to hit you. Concealment, uh, that is what, a thir 38, so potentially hits you. Yeah, uh, 32 to hit, so. You will still take six points of damage, and uh, but you can move your 15 feet away wherever you want to move. So you can get out of reach, or you could leave, or, yep, yeah, okay. Moving 15 feet down there, okay. Puts you at the bottom of the round. Back to the top of the round. Get to the bar guest. At this point... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You guys really are trying to make this a 600-round combat, aren't you? It's going to step up and... Yeah, we're trying. This time it's, out as long as we can. It's going to try its luck against uh, Kieran. It's been attacking everybody else and off and on been hitting. Uh, right, so concealment. So bite. 77. I'm getting a lot of double numbers. These would be a lot of crits in Delta Green. Yes. Uh, 79. More crit fails. And a 53. So all of those could hit... 32, 32, 30. So, I now need to roll first a d6, 1d6, 6, so that's an image. Roll 1d5, 5, that's an image. 1d4, 2, okay. Yeah! So you lose okay. 3 images as it begins an onslaught on you, just popping... Kieran's left and right. It growls in anger and frustration. Kieran, it is your turn. I know the feeling, buddy. 
uh, five foot step back and we will try something else this time. This time we will try a magic missile to see if that has any effect on it. It will, because it is ethereal. So So that's 13, well, nope, 11 force damage. 11, okay. Force effects and abjurations affect you normally. Their effects extend onto the ethereal plane from the material plane, but not vice versa. Yada yada. So, he will take... Or she, I'm sorry. She will take... 11 points of damage. She yells out in pain as these missiles strike her form, whether visible or not. Um, But she is still up and glares at you angrily. Do you want to move? You already... You five foot step. You five foot step, yeah. Aiden... It's uh, it's your it's uh, your turn. Can you hit more than zero times this round? I don't think so. How nope. patronizing! <laughs> we are going to quick stow the uh, bow as part of a move action. Okay. Um, and then he will quick draw the plus one short sword. Okay. Well, I was waiting. I was waiting for you to say that you pick up the great sword, and I was like, "Aha!" <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> you have set the precedence that I could roll acrobatics for it, but I did not decide to press the matter, and instead have decided that I will use the plus one choice sword. Um, whoever allowed that going. was whoever allowed that was stupid. That was you. No, <laughs> unlikely. We have a uh, inspire courage. Uh, gone, right? Yes, it's gone. It's great. So, so it's just you, going to yep. be no flanking, no inspire, no um, favorite enemy. And short sword is a one-handed weapon, right? Or it is a one-handed weapon. weapon. You only get one attack because you had to move. Yep, and so I can only do power attack one-handed, not two-handed. Correct. Um, because it's light. I think Correct. with a mace, you can still, like, two-hand a mace. One, one-handed weapons, can... like a long sword, you can, but light weapons, you cannot. Correct, like a short sword. So this is just going to be one attack. I might as well roll concealment. All right, that gets through. You get through. through the concealment. Can the attack get through? That's the question. We'll see. 17? 17, and that's with all the bonuses already added in, all of the penalties yep. already added in. Yep. Okay. 17 will exactly hit your target. Go ahead and roll damage. 12. 12 points of damage from the... 10 points of damage from the magical weapon. You slice through this thing's skin, and it feels like there's no resistance at all. As the DR is bypassed. It's like butter. needs magical. Dealing a full 10 points of damage damage yet the creature still lives yeah wobbling upon the edge of life and death oh really was that too the difference though no okay not that wobbly no it's not not (laughs) not that much it's not like disabled or anything yeah bottom of the round we come back to jessup uh five foot step Gotta chuck the performance back on. You, you kids are doing great. Keep it up. And uh, then he will take uh, one uh, pew pew. Okay. 
five foot step, Wait, move action, and one arcane. attack. Firing into Fire melee. Into melee. Yep. So fire courage point blank. Arcane strike. Fire into melee. Let's see. And don't forget your concealment. Yep. Yep. We'll have a fifty percent miss chance. Fill dead air. I was reading on the forums the other day about somebody who used to play with a player who always wanted to know what they needed to roll on the die to Oof. succeed before Missed. they rolled. And, that, and then he said the problem was that's not a big deal for some of the number of crunchier guys, but this guy couldn't do mental math, he was saying. So his turns would be like five minutes of him trying to figure out what his to hit is and like what his chances of doing it are. And I was just like, bro, just, just roll the die. Just, yeah. just roll the die and see. So uh, regardless of whether you succeeded on the concealment, the uh, natural two will unfortunately miss your target. Bringing us to its turn, it kind of looks down as it, on its forearms and its side. It's wounded, bleeding. It snarls at all of you, and it backs up. And it casts a spell. Those of you with spellcraft can roll to identify what this spell is. The reason why it's good for non... Uh, Identify people to have hey, spellcraft. That looks like a spellcraft I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like oh my gosh. <laughs> Come on. Spell level three or lower, please. Come on, Jace. I, I, I know so, it's more like Ura. Natural one for an 11 on Kieran. Natural one for an 11 on Jessup. Uh, natural 18 for an 18 on Aiden as this creature casts a fourth level spell. Oh no! Oh man! <laughs> and it's only because I have the negs because of energy drain and the other spell that I failed to identify. As you see appearing in front of it, a uh, it reaches out a hand and it kind of pushes forward, oh, and I it begins to move towards you and then disappears. Oh, I know what it is. No, well, maybe. Could be a lot of things. That's not what I was thinking, though. Without, a, without spell. a spellcraft, it's very hard to. It's hard to say without identifying what it was, but yeah, level it's four gone. though it means it's not invisibility. Just so like right, as far as we can rule out a number of spells based on our check, which I think is fine. I see Sarah googling the bar guest stat block. What spells does it know? No, I was, <laughs> looking, up the, I was looking up the spell I thought it was, but that's only third level. Yeah, I'm and guessing it was some higher dimensional. With that, shifting. you wait for a little bit, and it does not reappear. It does not appear to be nearby. So we will drop out of initiative. You don't see Frampton anywhere. What do you do? Where did Frampton? Scouring. What happened with Frampton? It. I don't know where he is. Last he was in the room, he he wasn't visible. Uh, give me a moment, and he's gonna begin checking the perimeter. I will walk right past him. How long was the spell? It's seven minutes. Six minutes. <laughs> Six minutes. Okay. So Can't find him anywhere. You I'm guys, you guys begin moving around this room. Um, thinking it's like, oh, he was. He said he was gonna be at the back door. You kind of right. like checking around the door. He's not near the door, and you're like going around the edge of the room, seeing if he was maybe somebody nearby. You go do a full circuit. Uh, you're not sensing him here. A couple minutes go by, and eventually the invisibility spell wears off, and you do see a statue 
posed very curiously uh, <laughs> amidst these barrels. Oh, there he is. It seems that even in death, Ramta maintained a sense of humor. You can't take the smile off that guy even when he gets petrified. I don't know. Maybe he knew he would win. And he kind of like gestures with an arm gesture for the, the blood. Well, let's wait a while. Let's just have a nice chat. Maybe, you know, spend 58 or so minutes and then we'll bring him back. <laughs> you know, I wonder if we were to like like draw on him with charcoal or something. What do you think it would look like when he oh, came back? Oh, you're right. You know what? I might have something here. Let me look. I've got charcoal. Let's do it. No way. He would love it. He would love he, it. He would love it. He pulls out. He's got five sticks of charcoal, so he would give one to Aiden. Jessup, are you and you wanna, you wanna doodle with us? Uh, you know, I'm not feeling the best, and uh, there's potentially a dragon here, so I'm not sure if we should. Well, you know Always what? If we're gonna die, the bright side of life. Aiden, stop, please. Tone sing. It's awful, please. He's gonna walk over and he's gonna start drawing little hearts on Frampton's bicep. <laughs> I'm sure he'll really get a kick okay. out of this. I don't know what will happen when he when we unpetrify him, but we better keep an eye either. on the time. He's you guys got start a really big mustache drawn on him, <laughs> early you cues guys, and everything. You guys start doodling on him, and you're having a great time. Lose track of how much time is passing. <laughs> 54 minutes later, you're like, oh yeah, well, we'll go through it. You start dropping blood on him. No effect. Wait, you know what? I have a stone sav instead. Let's use that instead of the instead of the blood. Oh, that'd be Just great. Uh, um, so yeah, so we, we, we will, we will use the blood to get Frampton back. I'm going to go out and pick up what I dropped outside. I had dropped the stone sav outside. That could have been really bad. Yeah. 40. That um, could have been bad. Rolled yeah. a D three yeah. there. It's a good thing two of you didn't get petrified because only right. you only got enough for you'd one person. Yeah, you'd have to I, I do have to say, without those smoke goggles, I would have failed and I would have died. Uh, well, yeah, I have the probably. stone sap. Because it would have been a twelve. It was a DC fifteen fortitude save. Yep. So without without that eight, I would have lost that one. So they roll a natural four with a plus eight naturally minus four because of the conditions that I still yep. suffer from. Oh, what's so, the duration on the spell that caused, like, a despair effect? It wasn't fear effect? You said it wasn't a fear effect. It is crushing despair. It is a, an enchantment, compulsion, mind-affecting emotion effect, but there is no fear descriptor. So remove fear wouldn't work on it. Because I had that Presumably thought. Presumably Like, despair is not fear. Despair is, like, sadness. Like, so a lack like, of hope. Yeah. yeah. Despair yeah. is, well, like, Well, so that's the thing. Crushing despair counters and dispels good hope, so. Mm, oh, yeah. perfect. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yep. So you uh, kind of, it's a bit gruesome, but you kind of break open this basilisk a little bit, start drenching Frampton in blood. And over the course of a couple minutes, the skin starts to return to its normal color. And slowly the statue begins to move a little bit of a time creaking. And then eventually Frampton, you start blinking and you're back to consciousness. You're looking around. Uh, kind of confused at what happens. Uh, roll a perception check. Welcome back to the land of the living, Frampton. And he like kind of taps him on the the chest. Just will be like, Frampton, you did him, a boy. Right, the last minute your daggers plunged into its body or rapiers and you killed him right before you got turned to stone. You probably forgot the whole thing. 
with uh, with your 24, I'll give Candy Observer for this, with your 24, you do see the dead basilisk that they have next to you, but you also spot on your arms some really strange markings that you don't think were there before. You're not sure what, what those are, if they're like a side effect from being turned back from stone. They're in roll a sleight of hand heart check? shapes, strangely enough. Oh, he'll, he'll look at them and he'll be like, Oh, I love these. These are fantastic. I should get turned to stone more often. <laughs> it's a curious side effect that you got there. It yeah. is. I wonder if everyone gets the same. I, I don't I'm, know. I'm not... I, I've only ever heard of Basil... Of... What are these? Basilisk? Yes. Right? I've only ever heard of them before. I- I've never fought one, so... Yeah, maybe that you get all kinds of weird shapes on you when that happens. Well, <laughs> let's just say that it's a good thing that there was only one of us that got turned to stone, because I don't think we would have had enough if another person had gotten turned to stone. Yeah, uh, we get uh, pretty lucky. That's for sure. I had oh. a vision of Aiden killing it in one shot, but I blinked and it didn't actually happen, so... Ah, actually, the uh, bug-ass blinked, in a way. That's, that's true. Anywho, yeah. was a uh, just will look around and see if there's anything in the room. The visions! The visions! <laughs> yeah, so you right. begin looking I, through this... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I just want to point out to you, Aiden, just because talking didn't work this time doesn't mean it's never going to work, alright? So I, I understand. I, I, I know I, what you're thinking about it. I know that I you, did not say a well, single thing. You didn't to even you. have to. I could read your mind. <laughs> I've got powers to read people's minds, and I could right, see. Right, He's kind of washing the leftover blood into his arms. Right, violence is never the answer. Okay. Listen, we need information badly, and we've gotten no information, so it was worth a shot. I am not a fool, Kieran. We, we just have rolled very poorly on the dice. I remember the trolls. We're not playing Knucklebone right now, alright? This I, is it, real life, Aiden. There's no I, dice involved. I, I apologize. I, I was trying to come up with like a like an idiom or like an expression or something. You know, like, 20 bone. Roll. That's right. <laughs> Brandon calls it Knucklebone. Knucklebone. Oh, you know the Knucklebones. Knuckle, Knucklebone is actually kind of a better name. Than I, I, I like Knucklebone. Yeah. I yeah. learned this game from Frampton, so if he calls it Knucklebone, then apparently that's what the game is called. Um, anyway, I didn't. will catch Jessup looking around, and we'll go to help. Yep. So, you guys all spend the next couple minutes um, looking through this room, seeing if there's anything of use. And uh, I don't know if I described the room or not, but um, broke, broken blades and rent breastplates, all in desperate, desperate need of repair lie in orderly stacks near a warm glowing forge a mostly disassembled suit of plate barding like armor for a horse uh, stands on two sawhorses in the western corner of the room two doors exit this room one which you came through uh, at the um, the uh, eastern side and then one uh, to the north that you guys have not yet opened um, you look through this room you don't see anything particularly valuable the the um full plate barding you think you could probably reassemble it to fit like a a large quadruped if you wanted to make like a a craft check on it but it's not like it's going to fit any of you and um all of the other weapons let's move on yeah all of the other weapons and armor are just in in desperate need of repair and it clearly this goblin was not 
doing any work at all. Um, Clearly, it wasn't a goblin, so it makes sense. Yeah, but uh, nothing, nothing of of import in this particular room. Too bad that we ate Iden's horse. Yeah, right. Real shame. Real shame. So oh, nothing. I don't, I don't know exactly nope. what we do from this point on. Honestly, we've kind of. Well, I guess we do have the room to the north, but the room, the building to the north. But other than that, really, we've just got the tower, and I think we all know what is at the top of that tower. Yeah, I'm usually pretty optimistic, but it seems like uh, every room we're going into is getting progressively worse. Yeah, I don't like that at all. I really don't like that. It is getting worse, but but I'm in good spirits. Uh, We found two rangers. So it was worth coming here again. That's true. Well, uh, I guess we probably want to go through the fenced area here and check out that building up north and see what uh, what's there. Yes, but but after that, I think that we should call it a day. Well, I also think that maybe we should take Auburn and the others and get them outside of the fort. That's if, what I mean. I was thinking about it. If we all got turned to stone in here... I don't think they would really stand a chance to get out. I think that we should take them somewhere safer and press further. Uh, Auburn, having her around will be helpful though, for healing and such, but I want them somewhere safer too. Safer in the fort or out of the fort? Well, that's the thing. If Asterio's got one leg and Auburn can't really see, and the other two are malnourished and dehydrated, I don't think they'd be able to get out of here by themselves if something happens to us. And honestly, if there really is that dragon at the top of the tower, I hate to be pessimistic, but from what I know of dragons, it's not going to be easy. We'll need to at least warn them. Alright, so do we check out that last room? Or swing by there first and talk to Auburn and the others? I suppose... It can't hurt if you guys are feeling good to try to scout it out and see what happens. I'm feeling alright enough. If I were to quantify my experience into a number, it would be 19 out of 64. 19 experience? That's uh, pretty impressive there, kid. Are we XP leveling now? Pretty fantastic. (laughs) About 30%, that's not bad. No, no. By that metric, no, it's not so bad at all. But yeah, for me, by um, the way. Otherwise, yeah, no, I am I am good to uh press on. Um I will take one potion, I think. Well he'll go to pull out a potion. Uh I can help you a little bit, kid. Yeah, come here. Uh, I don't want to use up all your spells, but but if you have another, uh, I'm well, do you wanna no. use up my spells or you wanna use up your potions? He my throws. spells come back. Uh, that's a fair point, and he puts the potion back on the bandolier. Uh, so I'll throw you a Q Ramad. Yep. Alright, so. You good? You want another? Uh, I, I don't feel amazing, but uh, I could probably do one more fight, so let's see how it goes. I'll hit you with another Q Ramad. You know, I didn't. Ooh, there you go. You need to make use of 
some magic. I don't know if you have it in you to learn spells, but there's a lot of good protective spells out there. You seem to get hit quite a lot. Yeah, I think that I'm going to actually spend ten minutes right now to prepare dark skin. Well, I mean, that's quite bold of you. The rest of us are going to go. We'll talk to you in about ten minutes. All right. <laughs> so, the three of you open the door to the north. Um, Obviously, he does not do that. So once you guys are all around, you open that northern door and you open it up to what appears to be a, a garden the uh, over overgrown garden kind of fills this whole space between the buildings um, it contains a profusion of vegetable plants small fruit trees um, climbing vines up the sides of the wall the fence either building um, the uh, plant life is just kind of going crazy in this garden and you can see that um, the the door to the building northwards is only like barely visible through this like riot of vegetation even though it's like only 30 feet away um anybody walking through here you can make a knowledge nature check i don't entertain that thought what was the reason we couldn't get through this door first was it locked or something uh there's no reason you couldn't go through that door first which door this one this one yeah, I don't think we tried. I don't have he heroism, right? That was last fight. Correct. How long's heroism last for? Ten minutes per level. I don't know when you cast it. Um, I would have. I hit him with it at the very beginning. I think one of the very first rounds of combat when we entered the fort. So more than likely, it's gone. Yeah. I would imagine we've probably done. Probably, yeah. At yeah, this point, I think you've, I, you've been you've been you've done quite a lot at this point. So it wasn't ticked on for that whole last fight, so I'm pretty sure we had already determined yeah. it was off. Yeah, I just remembered it when I went to go make a knowledge check and all of my our skill check and all of my skills are so terrible at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's not a terribly hard. Okay, it's harder than that. Um, <laughs> natural win for I a just, five knowledge nature. Um, Iden's really not in it right now with like minus fours to everything. Uh, he can't roll the skill checks he's normally capable of. Yeah, the sickened only lasts for six minutes, so you can keep oh. that off. What were so you that... rolling knowledge nature for? Uh, the seven, local right. plant life in this garden. Oh, right. Well, I'll help him if he mentions something yep. about it. Seven is still not going to do it. Yeah. Okay. 21. So, Jessup, as you're looking around, just looking through these. You see that the probably probably about like a third of the plants in this garden are infested with a some sort of fungus, rendering them pretty much inedible. The other two thirds are fine. Um, in fact, you you exceeded the check enough to realize that this fungus is being intentionally cultivated on roughly a third of the plants here. Mm. Do I know? the fungus what it is what it can be used for anything like that with the roll or is it's roll? not it it's basically used to keep things inedible it doesn't have like a particular function like you would not a poison you wouldn't no you wouldn't like intentionally cultivate this to use for something it's just like a right. fungus that grows on the plants so the legion could have theoretically put the invasive species on to kill the plant life could be 
Uh, it's only on a third of them, and it's, again, it's intentional. So whatever is cultivating it is purposefully not doing it on everything. It's a fungus on uh, a lot of the plants here. Not all of them, but uh, it's purposely put here so uh, somebody doesn't uh, munch on wrong things, you know what I mean? What? You, th you say it's intentional? Yeah, I'm not sure why. I can't think of a reason you would want to poison some of your own food supply. I said just uh, hoping the right person grabs the wrong thing. Maybe that is the case. But tr uh, walking through here and stuff isn't gonna nope. have any ill effects. Okay. No. It's, for all intents and purposes, a normal garden. I'll listen at the door. Okay. Can Roll we perception. pick an apple and gain an HP? Is it like Skyrim? Yes. Just not eat a block of cheese works. and gain some health? This is not a good berry garden. Oh. That sounds heavenly. Uh, 14 on perception through the door. You don't hear anything. Higher for goblins and stuff, but yeah. Uh, you still don't hear anything. Yeah. He'll say as much. I don't hear anyone in there. Uh, Frampton, do you want to take a listen? Oh, yeah. Put my ear to the door. So, 27, 31 for conversation. Um, Frampton, you're listening at the door. You don't hear anything. It sounds like there's a whole goblin army on the other side of this door. All right, Frampton. I'll go in first then, as always. <laughs> Indeed. Sometimes I can't really tell if you're being serious or not. Always err on the side that I'm not. <laughs> I love that. Always err on the side that I'm full of it. <laughs> that way, when you really do need to say something serious, none of us will believe you. Okay. Right. So, Aiden, are you opening the door? Yeah. I mean, okay. No, has, okay. He, I think they have enough chemistry now to, for him to recognize yep. that he's being facetious. <clears throat> so, you open the door to this building, and I'll reveal what you see here. That's that's the opposite. Reveal what you see here. This building clearly once served as an armory, but the hooks and the weapon racks are empty. The long tables are now... Uh, covered with boxes of soil and uh, they're sprouting several varieties of mushrooms and molds. Uh, one box at the rear of the room is covered with a sheet of canvas uh, held down with bricks. A sour, earthy smell kind of fills the air of this room. A, um, a swinging door leads into this room from your direction and then in an alcove to the side there is a sturdier standard door leading outwards into the courtyard any creatures you don't see any movement 
I it's, it's very still use... like i said that, that sour yeah. earthy smell it's a very like yeah. still air like there's not a lot of air movement is there like dusts or, or anything like floating around in the um, air like you know how you can see them when the light cracks through in the sunlight sometimes yeah there there might be a little bit of that just the nature of the amount of uh plants and stuff in here there's probably a little bit of of stuff floating in the air that you can see from the light behind you but yeah erring on the side of caution item will just kind of pick up a, a, a sleeve of the cloak that he's got and just kind of wrap it over his mouth in case there's any spores in the air or anything okay. like that because he knows there were mushrooms prior so he doesn't want to accidentally breathe something in um, I would love for like one of these to be screaming mushrooms you walk in they just start bellowing <laughs> out yeah. it's been a while <laughs> um, so yeah he'll kind of gesture to the back of the group looks good looks safe-ish and we'll spend some time looking around and really digesting what's in the room investigating that tarp in the back side he was eating it he's oh we told you not to literally (laughs) he just walks in and takes a clump and just shoves it in his mouth he just puts his face against the wall opens it just like walks by (laughs) Eh. are you licking the walls there kid word choice huh yeah (laughs) so uh you see a couple things as you uh move into the room is it just Aiden and looking okay I didn't know who all was going in. Is everybody looking around? Not when you say it like that, Jason. Are you guys... I'm just wondering where you guys are doing. Oh, I'm sure. Sure. Jessup will just take care. Depending on how many of you are in the room, factors into how long it takes for you to search the room. I'm sure. I'm sure. sure. Ain't gonna fall for that. I told you all to come in, so I say you do whatever you want, though. Uh, Guess we'll be out there. Hey, what are you guys seeing there? I'm I'm, uh, still looking at these edible plants. Okay. He's looking for edibles. Yeah. So, Aiden, Aiden, Frampton, and uh, Kieran all enter the room. Uh, Aiden starts kind of going around along the side of the wall, uh, making his way towards that tarp. Um, so, Frampton, you see on the table in front of you, um, you see a, a small book, like a ledger, maybe, of some sort in front of you. Um, Kieran, as you're walking along, you see on a rack... Uh, next to you there's like a um, it looks like some sort of necklace or medallion that's kind of like hung on a, a little notch by the doorway in your direction um, Aiden you're still making your way over to that you said you were going to the tarp in the back of the corner the tarp but all the while kind of just scanning the perimeter okay. looking in and finding anything of interest he'll stop to look at that first if he finds something on his way okay so we'll go with we'll just go down the line so Frampton you find that um ledger anything that you want to do with it or do you just want to point it out to the others or keep looking for something else i'll read it okay is it in a language that i can read uh you open it up um what languages do you know i know common elven undercommon goblin okay you speak undercommon so cool so elements of this are written in common uh but a vast majority of it is written in goblin and small sections of it are written in a third language that you don't understand. Um, and all of it is kind of, it looks like it's kind of coded. It's like there's a ton of shorthand, uh, a lot of like references that you don't understand. Essentially, you can roll a knowledge nature or a linguistics check to pretty much understand what this 
ledger or journal or whatever is saying. If you have both knowledge, nature, and linguistics, you get a bonus, but I don't know if you have those. I only have linguistics. Okay. So you can roll linguistics as you're looking through it. Okay. So DC 15 linguistics check. So you rolled a 17. So you're able to, you're looking through this at the shorthand and you're like, okay, that is probably an abbreviation for this uh, this particular plant or whatnot that you see in the corner of the table and, and so on. You're kind of going and decoding through this. This is going to take a while. So we'll, as you're decoding, we'll skip over to... Um, I would say Kieran, but Sarah covered up her thing, so she's... They got to let the cat out. So we would do Kieran next, but we'll go over to Aiden. Aiden, you're going through. Um, You don't see anything of note. Uh, You see Frampton's over there looking at this booklet. Uh, You see Aiden... um, Sorry. Kieran is moving towards something on the wall, Um, but you're kind of going along the edge. Uh, There's nothing else... In here, really, there's a ton of different, like, mushrooms, molds, plant life of sorts. But nothing is setting off alarm bells. Nothing's moving or whatever. Um, Quick nature check. Uh, Is anything dangerous or hazardous? Okay, yeah. So with an 18 knowledge nature, some some of the mushrooms in here would be considered mildly poisonous. Um, There's nothing, like nothing that you're seeing right here is like oh my goodness this will kill you if you eat one of these yeah stay away from this yeah some aerosol agents that he probably can drop his guard a little bit yeah basically yeah you're looking so yeah because you go around you're looking at the first table second table third table looking at all of them and there's some that you don't recognize but none of them are like terrible as far as you can tell a lot of them like you wouldn't want to eat them but it's probably not going to kill you in a small dose um, you continue along the back uh, and you get to that tarp and yeah like I said it, it looks like there's like a crate of some sort that's kind of covered with this tarp a couple bricks around it keeping it down um, it's a I'll clear it, them off and okay. open it up you move the bricks along the side and you kind of uh, reach down grab the edge of the tarp and you kind of flip it off of this crate and as you do there's like an explosion of, of um, spores <laughs> and dust and whatnot that kind of billow out in the area around you. (laughs) We're all dead now, thank you. And as these spores in the air are around you and you're coughing, you're trying to cover your mouth and whatnot, um, but nonetheless, they encapsulate your space and you breathe a couple of them in. I need you to roll me a fortitude save. That's what I get. I, I just dropped my guard. 25. 25. That's that's when you needed to roll well. Um, so these spores billow out as soon as you move, as soon as you disturb this tarp. Spores everywhere within basically this whole back corner of the room i can kind of draw a shape here maybe i think i'm on the right layer so like that whole area is is just spores everywhere um you are fine for that initial explosion but the spores are still lingering in the air all around you yeah he'll he'll obviously step out of it and then um 
carrying that knowledge check over, or do you want me to roll another nature check? Yeah, roll another nature on, on this one. Um, and he'll warn the group. Uh, careful, I, I don't know the hazard here, but there are some spores, I think, in the air. Okay, 14. What's the DC for this? 12. Um, if I'm treating it like a monster, you are not able to identify what this is. You're okay. not sure. Trying to some... identify the spores? Yeah. Well, yeah, or this air. thing. Could I see him from here, or do I have to get in the room, I'm assuming? You'd, you'd have to get a little bit closer, but, um, like, if you're, like, over in this area, yeah, like, you don't have to be in hat off. Yeah, Jessup will take his hat off and kind of hold it over his face like a mask and uh, walk in, probably won't do anything but flavor, and then he yep. will attempt to roll the nature. Yep, 25. Uh, you do you know go. what these are. You have seen these before out in the wild. This is something known as yellow mold. Um, if oh, so, dear. generally, if disturbed, this uh, mold will burst forth in a cloud of poisonous spores. Uh, everybody within ten feet of the mold makes a DC fifteen fortitude save, or takes one D three points of Constitution damage. Well, that's not good. Another DC fifteen fortitude save is required once per round for the next five rounds to avoid taking one D three points of constitution damage each round. A successful wow. fortitude save ends this effect. Fire That's destroys yellow effect. mold, and sunlight renders it dormant. That's almost a death effect, basically. Yeah. It's because... a very very dangerous mold. So that's why is there it was a heal check afterwards? Uh no. It's save per round and then constitution damage and then so it was save per round for 1d3 1d3 con damage for up to five additional rounds if you continue to fail every round and i have an average con i have a 14 con so i would i would have probably just you probably would have survived but it would have been barely it if you been... failed every round it would have been pretty bad yeah um, permanent damage and your con your fortitude save will go down as your con goes down yep but one of the classic killers. Yeah. But Jessup, you know that fire will burn this out right away, and sunlight renders it dormant. So it was probably covered up so that the sunlight didn't, the ambient light didn't uh, destroy the mold. Would a torch work? A torch would. Uh, well, I don't think so. It needs to be sunlight. So like ambient well, sunlight. Like, being no, torch to burn fire. it. Oh, to burn it. Yeah. Yeah, if you That's kind cool. of bring out a torch and kind of... You also have a wand, too. A burning hands. Oh, I do. Is there stuff over there, though, that we want to check out? Uh, you don't know. Iden will peer through the... the is it like a dusty mist? It's it's not enough to be like... It's not like a fog cloud, I don't think. But um, Was there anything apart from mushrooms in there? Not that you're seeing. It looks like it was... that The purpose of that crate was pretty much to cultivate this yellow mold. Uh, well, I guess Jessup will just get in position, and yeah, he'll use one expensive the Burning Hands wand to try to okay. just nuke it down. Yep, you blast forth the uh, the uh, Burning Hands, which renders pretty much all of these spores inert. It catches a lot of the other plants on fire as well, but there was nothing nothing that you saw of, of value, so you blast that off and, and render that area safe, so I'll, I'll remove that In further here. interest of safety, Aiden will strike a natural torch instead of relying on some floating magic. 
Aiden, uh, do you do you need an antitoxin? I've got one in my haversack. Uh, uh, no, uh, that's all right. I, I think that I fought it off. Um, quick heal check on himself. Yeah, I think I'm fine. I looked out. I reacted fast enough, I think. That's good. I told you. Seems like every room in this fort's a death trap. Yeah, they really did a lot in a short amount of time. Well, uh, I guess there's nothing else in here. We can go see uh, Aubin, the gang, and figure out a next course of action. I, I had, in the... Yep. Meantime, been casting detect magic on this. Yep. Um, you find you are gone. You find this medallion hanging on the wall, and uh, it does detect as magic. You can attempt okay. to spellcraft it. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to. Um, I will try a spellcraft. Twenty. There you go. So, uh, I believe the DC is fifteen plus the caster level of the item. So you identify this as uh, something known as a. A periapt of uh, one second, sorry. A periapt of proof against poison. Hey. Nice. So I guess me... I shouldn't have stepped away because maybe we would have found that out before I didn't get. <laughs> I just looked it up, but it took me to the D- the D and D five edition version of it, and that's not helpful. Uh, okay, so periapt of proof against poison. Uh, this item is a brilliant cut black gem on a delicate silver chain meant to be worn around the neck. The wearer is immune to poison, although poison's active when the periapt is first donned still run their course. Wow. Sorry, I accidentally cheated. I looked up the uh, to read the spell text and I forgot that would also tell me the value of the item. I should not have seen that. <laughs> Good God. Oh, is that something that we can roll for so I can put it on our inventory sheet, or is that just a mystery? Um, I would say it's like identifying the item with spellcraft. Does that give you the cost at all? I don't know how that usually works, but... I don't know how it usually works. I like to think so, because you would be familiar with the material components and what a wizard would charge, for example, to cast or create the certain object or spell. So I would say... uh, with those appraised checks, 14, 22, and then a 23, um, along with successfully identifying the item, uh, you would know that a periapt of proof against poison is generally sold for 27,000 gold. Oh my god. <laughs> what? 27,000? Is- yeah. That's, um, that's competing right. with Somebody some very valuable up- items in... Bring up Navi. Tell Navi to bring all the gold that she has. Find her friends and bring their gold. We've got something to sell to her. Wow. That's actually, like, in in world, that's an absurd amount of money. That's, that's like... That's that's like... Like, like several times more than some people's houses. I was going to say, for context, that's half... Of the lowest, to be fair, the lowest price that the Sun Orchard Elixir has sold at auction. That's a little less than half. Of immortality. <laughs> so that's like a one carat diamond. Yeah, that's insanely expensive. No dolls wow. of the Sun Orchard Elixir has ever sold for less than 50k gold. Normally it sells for like a lot more because they always sell it at auction, obviously. But even still... That is in the ballpark of, like, billionaires. <laughs> and millionaires. I mean, Ridiculous. immunity to poison is a big deal. Yeah. 
I mean, so, yeah, you're immune to poison, so... Kieran's gonna turn to the others and say, Listen, I don't know if you know this about me, but I, I grew up with money. My family was quite well off. Uh, I've never had an item worth this much before, though. This is... <laughs> This is I guess it is quite valuable, but it's also, you know, it's not just valuable in its worth, it's valuable in its function. Uh, essentially, if you put this on, you'll, you'll be immune to poisons. I don't know if any of you are interested in it. Uh, when you say that it is valuable, what do you mean, Kirin? Well... It's worth is around 27,000 gold. It's not quite as much as the house I lived in, but... Um, <laughs> in terms so, of magic weapons, how many could I buy? Oh my god. A, a lot. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like, Aiden, you could buy yourself a diamond-studded trench coat for your weapons, probably. Oh. I, I I don't want to face a poison as much as the next person, but too bad everyone around here is poor. Nobody could buy it. Honestly, yeah, you'd have to take it to I don't know, probably Tamron, but I don't even know if Tamron would have the gold to to purchase it. You'd have to take it, you know, somewhere hmm. bigger, probably. Actually, yeah. What what is that? Bring uh... it over here. Let me take a peek at it. He'll show it to um, Jessup. He'll say, "Well, from what I can tell, uh, it's it'll render you completely immune to poison. But you've got to have it on before you're affected by the poison. Otherwise, it doesn't matter." I mean, honestly, it would be good for any one of us. I think. Don't paladins get, become immune to poison after a little while? I think it's disease. Disease. I don't know if it's poison, but um, it's disease. Paladin, disease so I think both a monk and a paladin... Well, crap. I didn't do what I wanted. Huh. Ignore all of the text that I just sent. It doesn't matter because it's going to come out anyways. But Okay. That was supposed to be whispered, but uh, the way that uh, copy and paste works in this PDF, it doesn't do it correctly. So we shouldn't read that text. Don't. No, I don't know. Don't read the text. Correct. I already read it! You can't say don't read the text after I've already read it. Yeah, the way that my PDF works is if I copy and paste something, it, it adds paragraphs and everything. So if I whisper to oh. someone, it'll whisper the first sentence, and then the rest will just come out, and it's I see. wildly annoying. I am sorry to hear that. But don't worry, I didn't read. I just imagine that it's not worth as much money as we were hoping. That's my suspicion. I'm, I'm sure it will be explained shortly. But Yeah, I was going to say, that's, because that much gold, that's enough to fund the war effort. Like, that's enough to, to buy out the Iron Fang Legion. Like, that's... That's an insane amount of cash. We just buy the Iron Fang Legion. We're just right. like, listen, we're sick of your stuff. We're going to give you this gold. Go destroy Malthoon. Yeah, you could probably do that go, with that much gold. Go, go cause them some trouble. 
You were whispered information, Sarah, for Kieran to know. No. No. Nope. Kieran wasn't whispered. Oh. Bro. So is it alright, Jason, if I just... Yeah. If you just want to share what that is to the group, from yeah. my knowledge. So you hand it over to Jessup, who looks at it, and um, basically, Jessup, you realize that this is, in fact, not a perioptive proof against poison. This is what is known as a perioptive placebos. Uh, What first appears to be a fine gem dangling from a long silver chain is in fact a cut and polished bizarre. This necklace, often mistaken for a perioptive health or a perioptive proof against poison, inspires the wearer with the utter conviction that he has been rendered immune to both disease and poison. While the necklace imparts no genuine protections, the strength of belief it imparts nonetheless grants its wearer a plus two morale bonus on all saving throws against disease and poison. (laughs) Unless the person identifying a perioptive placebos succeeds at her spellcraft check by five or more, she mistakenly believes it to be a more powerful protective necklace rather than discerning its true nature. DC 20 to identify it, DC 25 to identify what it really was. Uh, so in the event that you um, recognize it's a placebo, do you no longer gain that morale bonus? I have no idea. It just says... All it says is that it imparts the belief, so maybe if Jessup doesn't actually tell you... <laughs> I, don't, really I don't know. Though, like, it, is, it is a magical <laughs> item. Like it, has, it is a magic item. So it would confer the properties, technically. It technically wrong. would, yeah. So I guess knowing that in just from that knowledge knowing that if he spills the beans that somebody would potentially it would just be useless um or that they might walk into poison thinking that they were immune not just bonus you know so yeah jessup will uh i guess just kind of yeah it's this good but uh you know don't put all your stock in one item but uh definitely useful to have but uh, i wouldn't go out and start eating some of these uh mushrooms or anything like that if i was you why? I don't understand, Jessup. It says that you'd be immune. I mean... Would that mean that you could eat dirt and it'll be fine? Hey, you might not die, but you still got the runs and nobody wants that. I guess that's true. <laughs> it's a magical item that prevents all poison, but you still get the runs. You still get the runs. <laughs> nobody I likes that. I know that the magic would work that way. I thought immune would be like, you weren't affected at all, not that you just wouldn't die. Well, hey, kid, the poison's got to go through you somehow, and boy, does it go through you. <laughs> Anywho's, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, still, still good. Still good. It's good. I, I think that it's better if you wear it, Jessup. You are hero, after all. You're the one who can't go down. Oh, that's true. No, that's okay. I have the, uh, acid ring, so, you know, I'm good. What is the acid ring? What do you mean? The amulet of that's the thing we got. Ring of minor energy resistance. Yeah, that of the acid. Yeah, yeah, right. All the more reason why you should stay alive. Uh, so that's why I think that you should take it. So that if a disease were to happen, you wouldn't be sick. I don't know, kid. You You're could... the one who's who's always walking into uh, some tops of the spores and trying to breathe them in. I think you should wear it. I I, I appreciate that, Jessup. But I think Jessup to will point. roll a. I guess diplomacy? Yeah, it doesn't really matter. He's just gonna roll 
Yeah, go ahead and roll uh, something. Uh, I'm just going to use my perform oratory because that's going to roll in for. Well, I guess I could do bluff separately. Josh is je- definitely intentionally making this difficult for you now that he knows. <laughs> what? Good, no. good, good. Uh, not metagaming there. <laughs> I'm not metagaming. He's, at like, all. he's like, no, you should really have this. So I guess I'm just going to use more of a diplomacy trying to convince him that he should really be using it. I, I'm telling you, I didn't thoroughly convince at this point. I had prior to learning of the truth, this is what I already determined would be the case. What's the case, I, uh, If you don't find any use of it, you could try to sell it for a buco amount of bucks and fill out that coat of arms of yours. I would like to fill out my coat of arms. And it's pretty unlikely that we run into deadly poisons in Fangwood. Just in case. Hey, a ranger can never be not prepared, you know what I mean? Alright, uh, I'll wear it then. Just remember, don't, get, don't eat the shrooms. <laughs> For now, he's confirmed the belief that it will give him uh, immunity to poison. <laughs> <laughs> With the side effect of the runs. I love that, like, <laughs> Kieran identified this, but had no say in maybe being able to wear it. I can't, well, yeah. But hey, I don't care who. You, you guys can fight amongst yourselves. And he kind of like hastily walks out knowing that he won't be pro for any more information. Sarah, don't be ridiculous. We don't get gear, okay? Like, yeah, that's true. We'll, we'll be a, we're the uh, B team. If that's the case, I, I still kind of fail to understand why Jessup doesn't want to take it. But uh, I think that he's got wisdom more than I understand, so... Perhaps he has his reasons. If you want it instead, Kieran, I'm fine with that. And I'll toss it over. No, no, I really, I really don't. It kind of reminds me of my former life. I'd rather, I'd rather not. You know, this is the first time that you revealed you came from money. He shrugs his shoulders. What's that even like? <laughs> Partly why I never brought it up. You know, with all the circumstances, people living in a cave, barely having enough food, you know, dressed in rags. It's not right to just walk in and say, oh, well, I used to have as much food as I ever wanted, and there were servants that would come and make my bed for me every day. And you I had servants? Yeah, I, I, I did. I had a private tutor. I had... <laughs> All the education I ever wanted. You got the proper education? <laughs> I have all my teeth, too. Hey, no, that was kicked out by the trolls. <laughs> How fascinating. <laughs> I've never met someone who had a proper education. <laughs> say a character but it's very tough but from his perspective this is not how the world works he doesn't even know what some of these things are he's like in your mathis we don't have education (laughs) what do you mean yeah i'm surprised josh that you're okay with knowing that uh she had or he had servants yeah i was gonna say like he's probably malthuni the whole time (laughs) A, a, a private tutor 
I, I did this concept of education was when he was homeschooled by Auburn the Green and his grandfather. Like, he doesn't know. All of this is so foreign to him. Uh, it's hard to get into the mindset of somebody who would literally just not even know what that looked like or what that meant. You know? Uh, Listen, I don't want that to be the defining characteristic of me. I left that life behind and I'm, I'm here with you lot now. And there may be days when I, I miss some of those comforts, but it's all just a farce at the end. All those people, they're two-faced. All they care about is money and status. They don't care about people. It's all just living up to your name, doing honor by your name. It was stifling. I hated it. So I left. Is that the real reason you're here, then? What about all the glory hunting? You were talking about... Sounded like you'd be bored of wealth, and now you wanted fame. That was a bit of a show, if I'm being honest. Then why are you here, Kieran? I'm still trying to figure that out. I do, I do wish to meet and kill a dragon. That part wasn't false. You know, I do have that, that blood in my veins. I grew up with my grandfather teaching me about dragons and, you know, the draconic bloodline. So I definitely have an interest in that. And I left with the hope that I might someday see a dragon. And I guess I had it in my head that maybe I'd be able to find the dragon or someone who knew the dragon in my family's bloodline. Oh. But honestly, I, I didn't expect to find one this soon, and the thought of fighting one from everything I've read about dragons, you know, it's frankly, it's frightening. Maybe all related. Aiden kind of serious um, puts his hands on Kieran's shoulder and says, Well, I don't know. I think it's okay for you to find why you're here. And I don't think you need to know now. And even if you aren't a glory hunter, I have seen your courage, Kieran. And if we die, we'll die together. But if we we'll live... We'll, we'll drink, right? Is that how it ends? I don't we know die, how it we ends. die together. If we live, we drink. I haven't gotten that far yet. Listen, let me tell you, Aiden, the thing I miss the most about that life is the alcohol. I was too young to drink when I left, but I did sneak quite a bit. And let me tell you, if you've never had a fine wine before, there's nothing like it. One of these days, one of these days, Aiden, we'll, we'll splurge and you and I will share a bottle of fine wine. A taste of luxury. <laughs> right. If we ever get to this city, I'll show you the real luxurious lifestyle. I look forward to that day. Frampton, did you come for money? Do you happen to have access to a large amount of cash that you could donate to the war fund in near Mythos? No, no, I actually grew up rather poor. I, I don't have any wealth. Hmm. I grew up <laughs> on the street. I don't know why anyone would leave. How could wealth be a burden? What a ridiculous statement. It's hard to explain, honestly, but it's... 
I don't know, it just turned me off to the whole concept of money. And I understand money is useful and you can, you know, purchase things you need, but I don't ever want to be the person again who, when I'm served chicken for dinner, if I don't want chicken, I can just throw it away and get fish instead. I don't like that. I've seen people that have starved, that people in the streets, beggars that would kill each other over, you know, chicken that I threw away. <laughs> I just like, you throw food away. Right. <laughs> you, you, like, you throw food away? You <laughs> chicken? Wait, you guys domesticate chickens? <laughs> oh man, we've come full circle. <laughs> it's like, you, you throw food away? I, I hate to say it, but we had dogs in my house that ate better than people in the city. And that was just normal. You know, my family didn't care about those people that were starving. Why did you? I don't know. I think, honestly, I would have grown up the same way if it hadn't been for my grandfather. He, he had traveled. He had seen things. He had a different perspective, but my father was so ingrained in this mindset that, you know, the family name comes up above everything else. And you can only honor the family name by your fighting prowess, your rank in the military, and the money that you have, the things that you have, the parties you throw, the servants you have. It's all quite ridiculous in the grand scheme of things. But why not you try and stay and change it? I don't understand why you would leave. Why not stay, stay and try and fix it from the inside? I can't. You don't understand. It goes far too deep. The only way I can fix it is by you leaving. Like a and... dragon? I don't know. I haven't figured it out. All right. I, I've. It's on my mind, though. Oh, I, fair I'm enough. Trying... Not mean to pry and goes back to his book. <laughs> no, it's not prying. This entire time, I guess that's been my true goal, is I'm trying to find a way to stick it to my father. I haven't discovered yet how to do that. I'll tell you this, Kieran. I don't think you need to know just now, and I think it's fine to figure it out. And I think it's a noble thing to see that something was wrong and want to do better. I only wish you had stolen a good deal of funds from your parents. We could really use it right now. That would have been quite nice. Why didn't you think of doing that? Take their money and, and give it to somebody that could use it. That that would have been a good idea. I'm lucky I even got out of there with this glaive, if I'm really being honest. I didn't really have much time. I just had the thought to leave and left. I wouldn't have been able to get out otherwise if I had done too much planning. And honestly, I don't know if they've sent people after me. I'm sure just me leaving has done a disservice to the family. You know, being the youngest, I already was looked down upon for not being like my older brothers. <laughs> so now I truly am the black sheep of the family. I need to think of a very in-world, uh, crude term for someone who's, like, rich and snobby, but... Yeah, kind of like a slur. Like, better to be a black sheep than whatever they are. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> a rich bastard. <laughs> a rich bastard. I think that'll do just nicely. Better to be a black sheep than a rich bastard. 
as this he says laughing and checking out what Frampton's doing yeah. as this conversation goes on Frampton you've had time to start to decode this ledger you have so essentially you don't understand me dad what you are reading in this ledger is it looks like there are details on a series of odd like requests that uh, and and processes for fulfilling those requests like requests for specific herbs or specific um, parts of animals and then where these animals are where how to grow these herbs these very strange procedures and you're looking through the listing of fungal concoctions and whatnot and you're seeing that these were requested by a a name Ibzyriac and there are notes by the author of this uh, journal uh, and conclusions that this Ibzyriac has become fascinated with something that, that the author has written as the blight with a question mark and um they they note that it's something something to the north but they they don't know anything about it but there's a series of requests that this ibzariak has made to whoever wrote this journal this ledger and then some personal personal thoughts on it and their only conclusion is something with the blight but that's pretty much it so just i get just random information about something called the blight. Yeah. Like so nothing specific, but just no. very vague references nope. to something called the blight. Yeah. So there's a bunch of specific requests for specific herbs, specific reagents. And then the notes are basically the authors. Uh, they're assuming that Ibzariak, the person requesting for these specific reagents, has some interest with the blight or is asking for these things in some way related to the blight. That's literally the only reference that they have. Alright, so he'll look over to the group and I'll say, I don't know what this is talking about. It's just a book about a bunch of herbs and, uh, I, I don't know, components to somehow related to something called the blight i'm unfamiliar with the blight um any, any of you know anything about the blight i don't know anything about it but i i know that my druid friends brought it up and when we talked to the uh the tree what, what was her name um Longfrond. yes Longfrond. she had mentioned something too i, I don't know and Quite frankly, I think that we have other things that we have to worry about ourselves. Though, when I first heard of the blight, I thought it might be just a small problem. It, it sounds like a bigger deal. Uh, what did they say in the ledger when they mentioned it? I'm sorry, what, what did you just say? <laughs> I didn't catch that last part. What was that? Uh, that that's alright. What did they say about it in the book? Oh, oh uh, nothing specific. It's mostly just a list of uh, various components by some fellow whose name is Ib Ib Ibzab Ibzab Blue Blob, and uh, he wants um, 
some uh, various components in relation to the blight. I, I don't know if it's a I cure. Roll knowledge I... local on Ibs yeah, can we use knowledge yeah, for that? <laughs> knowledge local Wait. for the for the what is, now? Is this is Ibs 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 Big, big, bad, evil guy. <laughs> a very evil-sounding name. Izab Zublab. Ibzariak? Yeah, that guy. Oh, that's how you... Oh, it's very hard with my accent to pronounce Izariak, so... I will allow... <sighs> I will allow you to roll a Knowledge Arcana on this oh. name. Kieran gets a plus four bonus. Ooh, nobility. This is Watch a famous me roll lizard. A one. I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> right on cue. A natural one for an 11. Never heard that name before. Proper, formally educated, but apparently did not pay attention. No wonder I had, she had a, a proper computer. education, I'll have you know. Okay, <laughs> so, not. Kieran, even with your special bonus um you have not so heard this name so it could sad. be a number of things that the name itself sounds like it could be familiar but it's just nothing's ringing a bell right now have you heard the name before jessup oh, let me uh jessup i will here. i will allow a knowledge history alternatively uh, let me recollect he says. versus arcana yeah one or the other arcana's one higher for okay. me. That makes a difference. Yep, you can stick with that Religion? One. Oh, lordy. Nope. With a 12, you you don't you don't know what this name is or who it refers to. Or Definitely Aiden's heard about it with a religion check from Father no. Nolan telling him about great, dangerous, arcane casting and its evilness compared to divine yeah, sources. he 100% did not tell you anything related to this. <laughs> Really? Whispers locally. No, yes. I fellow named Ibzob Zublob. Auburn the Green. Let me know of great. See, see, I would allow a knowledge local, but it's not like the name is not local to this area. It's mm -hmm. not local to Nirmathas. Okay, but to be fair, knowledge local, it should be relabeled as society ah, in Pathfinder. But Trampin's not from near. Yes, near you're from the different direction from where this would be. Yeah, <laughs> different direction. I'll allow it, but it's going to be at a higher DC. Come on, you can certainly good. try. Maybe. So DC. I'm a well-traveled individual. Yeah, he remember he was he was raised in the streets. Yeah. So for his life. The With DC to uh, identify this <laughs> would be. So let's let's do it like you would a monster lore, ten plus the CR, and then I'm gonna add five because uh, right, this is not, not the, the right area. one. Right. That I think the DC would become twenty six or twenty seven. So you ten plus the CR plus five. Yep. So twenty seven you do with your natural eighteen. Uh, you have heard rumors of this name that uh, it just kind of popped up into your head when they were talking about it. There was once a a mercenary 
monster hunting group uh, that was uh, in the area uh, in Malthoon known as the Griffin's Sons. Um, Whoa, I really wish uh, Elwood was still around. Oh, yeah, I forgot be... about that because he was from Malthoon. Yeah. Right. So the Griffin's Sons were a group that uh, hunted monsters and whatnot. You you know about this name less because of the name itself and more about what happened to the Griffin's Sons. They were tasked at one point with hunting down a creature that went primarily by the moniker the Scar Maker. Of course, this moniker came after their attempt. Before, it was known as Ibzyriak. But after they went to fight it, and only one of them came back alive, horribly scarred and disfigured, it began to be called the Scar Maker. Only one of them lived? And all that you know is it's rumored that it was some sort of dragon. Well, lads, I um, I actually uh, recalled that I, I have perhaps heard that name. Uh, it's also gone by the Scar Maker. Uh, it referred to a particularly nasty dragon that uh, I, I grew up in the streets of Riddleport, and I had heard of this mercenary company called uh, oh, what was it? The uh, the the Griffins or uh, Griffin Gryffindor? I don't, I don't know, something <laughs> like that. And who does want to be demonetized? Uh, only, only uh, one of their members made it back to uh, uh, the city, uh, horribly scarred and disfigured by uh, this dragon that used to be called I- Ibzariak, uh, uh, but now is known as the Scar Maker. Uh, I-, I have a terrible feeling that perhaps that's the name of the dragon that is at the top of the tower. Anyone want a chance a a gamble at shouting? Sorry, hack outside and seeing if he responds. Uh, I don't know if, if that is wise. Ah, uh, simply a joke, I. I, I, uh, so, I, I, I see I, if uh, Cicero would do that. <laughs> uh, yes, Cicero. Cicero makes for excellent dragon bait. So the the way I understand it, a very similar party to ours, a band called the Griffin what? Uh, gr- Griffin, uh, Griffin toes. Griffin. T- <laughs> yes, I got him. <laughs> See, the thing is, is I don't know if you're doing that in character or if you actually don't remember. Uh, that's the that's the hard part. I'm well trying to figure out. Actually, a little bit of both. So I'm playing it that that he doesn't remember. Yeah. But on Por purpose. No los dos. Oh, 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 that's right. It's uh, sorry, sorry. My head's a little off. Uh, Griffin's sons. Griffin's sons. Sons of Griffins. Well, no matter how you slice it, the Griffin sons, how many were they in number? Uh, boy, I only heard it as a rumor. I, I don't have specific details of the encounter. I, I, I simply heard it from one of the other gang members in Riddleport. I, I have no idea. It, 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 was, it was a long time ago. It, Is it a true story? I don't know. Is it a true story? I, I wouldn't lie about this. But I, I'm very v- vague on the details. I, I only know that uh, Ibzariak is a dragon, and 
that uh, he managed to kill almost all of the Griffin sons and left only one alive, probably on purpose. I will say part of the rumor you knew... I'll say you don't know for sure if all of the Griffin sons went in a single group, but... Oh, okay. You don't know. They might have. But you know that they had 30 members. Okay. They were a proper gang. They used to run parts of the city and stuff. So whether or not whether or not they all went to fight this together and one survived or a select few of them went and then they just disbanded afterwards you you don't know that much detail but you know that there were a a solid 30 members of this group at one point I honestly don't remember exactly but they had at least a couple of dozen of them I, I, I don't know the full details of what occurred only that one came back horribly disfigured and many of them were killed by this dragon that gives me a bold of confidence that a, a famed and rumored a strong band of monster hunters, 30 in number, faced potentially the dragon we're about to fight, and only one came back to tell the tale. <laughs> I hope that my tale will be told by me, though. It'd be better if we didn't die. I, so I would be. agree to that. Yeah. Right, well, so... Perhaps on... you should be the one to live, Jessup. You're a bard, after all. Sing well of me. Mean. You could sing well of me in your tales. Paint oh, I don't me as sing. A hero. Uh, oh, then you can write, right? Do you write? I more tell stories. Well, when you tell the story, make sure I'm a hero. Uh, sure. <laughs> I think uh-huh. one interesting thing to point out, though, is, you know, we've heard rumors of this blight going on, and I thought it was just some something else going on up in the forest in the north but you know with this information perhaps it's somehow connected to the Iron Fang Legion maybe these two things are working in tandem somehow I wonder if that is the case Uh, the strangest part to me about the Iron Fang invasion that, that, that I have not been able to make sense of is how they got to Feindar I was told by the survivors of the Black Tower I spoke to you about. But... But I don't know. Even then, after the events of Feindar, they have been in this Fangwood far faster than I can move. And I'm not a great navigator, I'm not perfect, but I know these woods better than they do. They shouldn't make better time than I. I haven't been able to make sense of that. Well, Aiden, there's magics that they could be using. I know there's definitely higher level magic that can move individuals. Maybe they have access to something that can move multiples. I wonder if it is related. If perhaps wherever they were before now was blighted. I don't know, GM. I, I, I seem to like the way that this works out. <laughs> Bump your intelligence next time. <laughs> Get some formal education. Yeah, a lot of interesting bits yeah, of information we some, there. We got some tidbits. We got some yeah. actual, like, hey, lore. here's some story. Here's some lore. Like, yeah. you ever heard of the Griffin's sons? Like, it's a tale that the bards could tell, you know? For Griffin's yeah. toes, but... 
It's also, if we wanted to be jerky about it, we now know kind of the level of the dragon. Just saying. Yeah. If we want to be jerks. You don't want to be jerks about it. I'm not going to do the math. Yeah. Like I wrote in there, um, that incident occurred 16 years ago. So it's been a while since that occurred. Had a lot of time for that to uh, spread around. And Frampton, uh, I think mentioned that he was from Riddleport makes sense that there's a lot of rumors that could go through that area and this one known for this one is like it's often told you don't know it might have been exaggerated a little bit but it's often told as like a horror story like this guy came back just he was gone no it reminds me of like I mean even even today despite the age of the internet we have our our local campfire stories that kind of oh, for sure. get passed yeah. around the copy passes are normally burned from hey you ever hear the tale about the green man of Pennsylvania right and then you go in and you talk about whatever it is and you tell your horrific story this has got that very same like you ever heard of the griffin sons <laughs> It's like no. a random encounter in Skyrim, yeah. just like something that like a like <laughs> right. they just randomly right. say. Let let me tell you a story, right? And it's the kind of thing that you would. It's a bar trick too. You just swap it, that kind of thing. Yeah. Cool stuff. Good lore building. I like that kind of stuff. Same. That was great. So, with that in mind, what's uh, what's the next step? You've cleared out everything except the tower at this point, well, but you know that they thing. are keenly aware of your presence at this point. We just charge up the tower right now. Oh yeah, we got this. Um, I'm gonna keep the book. Can I like hand that to? I don't yeah. know. Do we still have a haversack, or do yeah. we lose that? We have one yeah, that I've been keeping stuff in. Weighs about oh, two right. pounds. It's stuff. it's yeah. Shove this in the haversack. What does it say about Ibzariak? Oh, what oh, does he? Just his name. It's a, it's just a ledger. It's a, it's like a store ledger where it just lists out ingredients and. Uh, some scribbled hand notes about various components and the blight. It's it's not like a detailed journal. It's just a, oh, I a ledger, like a store ledger. I I understand what you mean now. Yes, my, maybe by the Half Blood Prince. <laughs> Something about Griffin Gryffindor Half Blood Prince. <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys think we should do next? I, I'm feeling. Kind of out of sorts, if I'm to be honest. I want to press on, and I want to save any rangers that are left. Uh, but I also have the thought that we got two, and we don't know if there's more. But two is some. I don't want to give up early, but all this tale about how terrible this dragon is we might face. I want to be sure that... We're doing the most amount of good we can for the people of Feindar. I don't want to throw my life away for nothing. I'm not afraid to. But I want to accomplish good when I do it. Well, honestly, if this dragon is left alive, it could prove to be a menace to people in the Fangwood. Refugees, you know, perhaps there are others who survived Feindar that you just haven't stumbled across yet. And a dragon out there who's fighting for the other side doesn't bode well for our side. Honestly, I think we don't really have a choice but to try to take it down. Yeah, I think it's the uh, only thing keeping us from going to the next chapter in our lives, you know what I mean? Like the end of the book, you could say. 
I, hope, I sure hope it's not the end of my book. I'd right, like to live of... past this chapter. Right, but like the end of a of a book, or like a multi-saga series. There's seven books in it. <laughs> or six or so. Yeah, we beat this dragon and uh, raise our abilities and uh, stuff. It I will look to deal, uh, It certainly would deal a, a heck of a blow to the Iron Fang Legion to lose a dragon. Uh, certainly would show them that we're more formidable than perhaps they initially thought. I certainly think it's worth a go. I too worry about the people of the forest and what kind of pain a dragon could bring on them that it hasn't already brought. They have 17,000 dragons. <laughs> it makes me think of, like, so honestly, it makes me think of Lord of the Rings and, like, the Hobbit movies when they're talking about, like, Smog and yeah. Um, yeah. how they have to kind of deal with him because he's kind of an agent of Sauron. Yeah. Kind of that big same feeling. Yeah. Big deep breath from Aiden. All right, then. Let's put the Griffin sons to shame. And slay a dragon. Well, let's Fight just, let's just do that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, let's just pause for a second, though, because honestly, like, I feel like we need to he be at full. He turns around. He's strength. currently going Aiden. to do it. He's, he's charging. <laughs> All right, I'm not just gonna. I'm not gonna stop him. I right. just, just like takes his hat off and puts it on his heart and summons a trumpet instrument to play the uh, little <laughs> taps. Yeah, the taps for it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Obviously, reason. I need a series of climb checks for you to scale the tower. Yeah, the right the right course of action is to take a tactical retreat, get our party into a safe spot, consume as many per day healing we can, and come back as full strength and spell equipped as possible to deal with this. I mean, All right, but here's here's the other thing though: is if we rest tonight, who knows what's in that tower? We could waste all of our abilities just trying to get to the dragon tomorrow. Yeah, so I concur. I'm thinking we uh, stick in the uh, barracks over here. Maybe find some ways to uh, barricade that door if we can. Keep our watch and uh, maybe keep them hopefully isolated into that tower. Then that way, at least we're right outside tomorrow. Can't spoil if we leave. Might have to fight our way back through. Right, but what I'm saying is, if we if we rest tonight and then we go in tomorrow, you know, we we may still end up getting to the dragon and you know, not be at our full strength. Does that mean that we're going to have to fight through this tower if there's other things? We already know there's hobgoblins in there. We chased them in there and they shut the door. So we so know you, that there's others waiting for us. You want to kind of clear them out a little bit? I don't know what is best to do, honestly, but I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> I'm not limited in... You're advocating for. Uh, I'll say this, Kieran. If there are goblins, I can take care of them. If you both can save your spells for the dragon then we might have success I mean we're not going to be able to save all of our spells Aiden if you keep getting hit yeah I'll work on that I'll, I'll, like I said I'll, I'll prepare bark skin for tomorrow yeah. do you know there's such things higher. called shields yeah, I'll, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and do some, some mechanical decisions to increase my AC but to you... be fair, four by level at twenty-one, I'm I'm on the low side, but I'm I'm not I'm not terrible. I'm not a class cannon. <laughs> I'm not sure. Part of me kind of wants to try to take down some of the goblins while we can, but 
I don't know. What are your thoughts? You feel we should rest tonight? I I don't know if I feel comfortable resting within the fort, though. Even with watches, kinda... I don't like the idea of that. I don't kind of stretch and say, I don't feel strongly about either option, just as we're all agreed. If we do rest here, perhaps we can stay here, but I just don't feel good about the others. Just right, like spending well, a night in the forest by themselves too? I don't know. Maybe Auburn and Cyril will have some wisdom. We should re meet up with them anyway, now that we've secured the threats on this floor. Okay. So you walk over. Um, in the courtyard, Cyril sees you walking by, and he kind of nods in your direction, and he kind of whis sort of whispers over to you guys as you walk by, and he says, So, are we... Uh, Ready to go in yet? Uh, that's what we're trying to find out, Sirio. Uh, we're pretty spent. We found a, a basilisk and a, a... What was the other thing called? Bow? Bow? I don't know. Some terrible creatures. Uh, we're pretty beat up. And we're not sure what our best course of action is. You see him kind of... Roll, roll a sense motive. Nice. <laughs> um, that's a one. Not a natural well, one. No, just a one. one. Oh. So. There you go. The, <laughs> Iden, Frampton, Kieran, you're kind of looking him over. He's very stoic. It's hard to see what he what his reaction is. But Jessup, you're looking at him and. When 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 the idea of not going in there like really soon pops up, you do see like the very faint sense of like annoyance or frustration or irritation, impatience. It it definitely looks like he is itching to get in there. Um, all all he says is he says, "You see that uh, protrude in there in the back of the tower, from that first level." Iden looks up. Basically, he's he's saying the the half semicircle at the back of the tower that you saw coming in. Yeah. Yeah. So, I've never actually been in this tower before, but I figure if you're going to keep people, that's probably the only place that you can do it, right? You can't. You're not going to have a prison in the top of the tower or anything like that. It's going to be down there in the back room. No windows there. No way of getting out. I'm just saying, if it's on the first floor, but, you know. We could clear out the first floor, see if they're holding anybody there. To be fair, that I dragon don't... can fly out of the tower at any point in time. Right, I, I don't want to push you to do anything that you can't handle. I know you've been going through quite a few battles while I've been staring at this door, but I just, I don't know. If, if there are other rangers in there, I, I don't. I don't know. So well, Aiden can handle any of the hobgoblins, so we'll just send him in first. All right. Well, Joseph uh, gets up and gets his bow out. All right then. Let's he's check out this first floor. If there's any prisoners, he thinks they're on the first floor. That's his belief. He's been looking at this tower for a while. He's been thinking about it, looking at the architecture. Basically, his understanding is that the best place to keep prisoners in this sort of tower 
would have to be that back room, right? It's only there on the first floor. There's no windows on the outside. So, like, you could put them on the upper levels, but he's thinking, like, what else is that back room going to be used for? So that's just his guess. It's an educated Cereal. guess, but it's just his guess. I I'm not opposed to a fight. But let me go talk to Aubrin for a moment. Let her know what we're going to do. And if we do fight, you'll be there for it? I... I'm in for it. Good on you, then. I'll be right back. Let me just check with Aubrin. Alright. Just so you know, they've been peeking out every once in a while. He nods as he's leaving. So you go into the other room and you yeah. approach Aubrin. Yeah. You tell just her what's basically... going on, yada yada. Yeah. Yep. I hate to be a bother. Uh, what spells did you have left? Because I know I'm not the only one in the party that suffered some damage. Uh, I think the only one that I had cast... It's been a couple weeks, so I can't remember exactly, but... I think I had cast a cure spell on somebody, because you didn't want me to channel. I've got all my channels, so if you needed just normal healing, I've, I've got plenty of channels that I could use. But... um. I've got, I think uh, if you're I've willing, got a bull's strength, you know. if you needed that. I've still got a lesser restoration that I didn't use. Uh, enlarge person, bless. We could, use, we could do bless. Obscuring mist. I think I've... I probably used cure moderate. So I, I have one yeah. cure light left. Uh, okay, so out of game. Basically, bless the bull's strength and the um, channels will mechanically do pretty well for us. If we kind of prep up with like a little... Alright, then let's go. And then we go yeah, if fight. If wants to wait, yeah. And we buff up right outside of the doors. Yeah. Since we know we're going into a fight, there's no reason not to buff up. So Aiden will spend 10 minutes to, you know, prepare Barkspin and okay. get spells together and, you know, get. Alright, we're going to do this, you know, kind yeah. of attitude. So um, you get around and, then... and I'll roll some channels while you're talking about that. Yep. Uh, so uh... so uh, if I were to give myself a mechanical number, I'd say, you know, about 38 out of 53. So everybody Everyone can get, get seven. Candles. Everybody can get an yeah. eight. I feel great. I felt perfect. <laughs> I am full health as far as as how I, how I can be because of energy okay. drain. She can channel that's five on. times. That's two of her daily channels. Um, and then uh, if nobody's opposed, bull strength will increase my to hit and damage. It will last for three minutes. So we'll take that right before we go in. Bark skin will last minutes per level, so I'll cast that right before he opens the door. But ten minutes prepare per it. level. Oh, is it ten minutes per level? Yes. Okay, he'll still have that ready to go. And I actually realized I don't have any kind of natural armor amulet, so I'll fully benefit from bark skin. Cool. Which is pretty nice. Um, yeah, so both strength and bless will both last minutes per level. And bless is it's just the creatures, or do they have to be close to uh, each ally, so the caster and all allies within fifty foot burst at the, but it's an instantaneous. So at the effect, at the casting, yeah. So yeah, when it's cast, I don't think you have to stay in the area. Right, you will then gain the benefits of bless. Yeah, just That's a plus one morale on attack rolls and saving throws against fear. So nothing big, but it'll help. Yeah, it's still a good sort of thing. Uh, so we'll just hand wave all that stuff. We'll put in the mechanical buffs, and then near the end, he'll say, "And Dobrin." And you too, as well. 
I don't know what is going to happen. But I need to know so I can fight that you all are safe. I want you to leave the tower and leave the base for a little while. Don't go too far, but if we're not back in two days to find you, go back to Mr. Uh, a day, even. If we're not back in a day, go to Miss Tom. Aubren hesitates, but you can, like, see her thinking. And she eventually decides, she nods, she says, Alright, we'll head out. I'll, uh, I'll have them lead me to the spot that you had me at when you attacked. So we'll be Nuts. 60 feet, 100 feet away from the fort. We'll be nearby. If you needed to just call out, we can do our best to come in. Um, but we'll wait outside the fort. Wait, who are you sending outside the fort? The three I... of them. The Aubryn. The, the... the two people that have never been to Miss Home and then the blind person, and you want them to find Miss Home? I want them to be able to leave here if if worst case scenario pans out. Yeah, he's saying after two days to go back to Miss Tome, not like right away. Well, I right. don't know if they'd know how to get back, would they? Auburn would. She's blind. Yeah, but if we all die, like, what else are they gonna do? They're gonna. I don't. Well, they're not. I don't anyway. know if they're gonna go back to Miss Tome, but. Right. I think yeah. he's just I'm... he's just telling them like worst case scenario if we don't ever come back like you got to do you... what you got to do. Yeah. There, right. there might be some obscure first or second level cleric spells. She's not a high enough level to have ranger spells, but there might be some cleric spells oh, that could she help. Not? I would say, if she was a ranger, you're, as soon as you get access to spellcasting, you, you can make it to Miss Home, basically. Um, because you uh, get some divine magics yeah, to help you navigate. Animal Messenger is not a cleric spell. It doesn't matter, but... Um, doesn't matter. Um, arguably, though, Aiden is, is considering leaving Syria with them as well. That would be the... I think the smarter option for if if we're wanting to have a group that can go back or that he could safely kind of guide them somewhere. He has half a leg, but he's still definitely very competent and able to navigate at least and can see. But the four of them combined, they're all rangers. You know, I think they can make it. Yeah, um, but also, like, he desperately wants to go in and fight. Yeah, I was And he's say, his own person, know. so you're yeah. not his commander. He'll... Oh, I, think, I think we, we made him, didn't we? No, I'm I'm painfully yeah, aware I, that it I'm might... leader of the the, no, the entire I'm painfully aware all the rangers. Sirio might fight me on this, in which case I didn't will press the issue. Obviously, he just thinks it would be better if worse were to happen. But, um, yeah, he'll he'll basically tell him, you know, if worse comes to worse, and and we don't come back, don't don't wait for us. You know, get out of here. Right, you get out of here. Yeah. And Aubrey. I, I know that you're worried. I, I can see it in your face. But I'm with some good people. And I'll do my best. You taught me well. Alright. Gives kind of a what, smile as I go. What buffs did we get cast as well again? So all of you Blessed. would have Bless, which is just a plus one to your attack rolls, essentially. And one of you can have Bull's Strength, which gives you a plus four enhancement to Strength. And who did we say we that was good for? So we have a we have a potion of bull's strength. We have a potion of bear's endurance. I think we should save both of those. Um, 
I'm gonna give both potions of magic weapon to you, Frampton. So you can are there oils of magic weapon? Okay. So, so you could use those on your mundane rapier and essentially make it like a plus one rapier for a so minute. You have, you have two of those? Yes. So I already have one, so three. I I have a magic weapon already, so I don't need it. Um I think Jessup's bow is magic. The only thing is well Is your greatsword magic Iden? It's masterwork. It's so it would only it would give him a plus one to damage is all though. It's not gonna change his attack. But it helps it helps with bypassing DR and I already have an oil of magic weapon though. Oh, alright. So all I right, have... so you guys can each take one because we have two. So each of you take another oil of magic weapon. Okay. I haven't used it because I tend to just switch out for the short sword if I have to. I would love a plus one long sword instead, but that would be bulky. Um Aiden, you can take the or whoever we think would benefit better from the bear's endurance. That's a bonus to Khan. Um, anyone who's going to tank more. Not Aiden, then? Which, well, if we're going into this, if I get bears, if I get the, the bull's endurance, then having the bull's strength will also up my... <laughs> <laughs> With Inspire Courage, the difference becomes minimal compared to, I think, Frampton would benefit more, right? Because he gets... No, he gets the same number of attacks. He gets uh, more attacks, technically. Because but... he two-weapon fights. Yeah. Yeah, so it would benefit him more, technically. He uses his dex to attack. Oh, his dex. Yeah. And Bear's Endurance is for Khan. That's just for HP, so... Oh, uh, yeah. You can take the Bear's Endurance item... Um, I'm gonna keep the bull's strength for me. Well, um, maybe, maybe you should. No, maybe you should take the bull's strength too. Um, I have. There's one from uh, Auburn. So Auburn cast it on one of us. Whoever. Right, but I'm saying like for later. Like these are not all for now. Like these no. are for potentially later with the dragon. Just to you guys have on your sheet to use for later. When it gets to the dragon time, I've got five dragon bane arrows that I have to be certain I hit it with. I honestly, thinking about it, probably would give you Jessup's. Because I think you gave me five, but I don't know if my attack is going to be good enough to even make it worthwhile. I'll accept that. Um, Not that your rolls are fantastic either, but I think your attempts to hit are much better than mine. No, but with that in mind... Um, um, I think Aiden might actually prep a different spell instead of Bark Skin. Too late? No, it's not. Hold it. It's okay. over. Okay. So how long will Bless and how long will... Um... Bless and Bull's strength will last for three minutes each. Yeah. So enough to cover it's... one combat, maybe two. I will be prepping a different spell instead of Barkskin. Okay. Um, I guess before Auburn would at least cast... Because um... what's Bless just gives us a plus one morale. I don't know if that messes with my... I don't think so buffs. Inspire well, Courage is... Competence. Yep. And then 
heroism. Heroic, heroism is a uh, morale. Morale. Yep, yes. those would not stack. Um, I guess the biggest thing that I would do for Aiden is if, um, unless she wants to use it on both, potentially, unless um, Kieran has any arguments to it, I would give Auburn the metamagic rod of um, extend. So if she wants to cast both those spells, she can use it with that rod. Okay, that would make it six minutes each. Right. Not a bad idea. Uh, not terrible. Um, quick question. Con. When you increase your con, should it increase your max HP technically? Um, what does the spell say? I don't know. I'll check it out. So you gain a plus four enhancement to con, which adds the usual benefits to hit points, fortitude saves, constitution checks, and so forth. So forth. Hit points gained by a temporary increase to constitution are not temporary hit points. They go away when the creature's constitution drops back to normal. They are not lost first. So, yeah, basically your your hit points would increase by your con score times two because you're getting a plus four bonus to it. Um, and then when the spell wears off, you'd lose that. So it's essentially... Yeah. So if your con score is 10, you're not getting any bonuses to HP. If your con, if your con score is 14, you're getting two hit points per level. Right. So that's what you would gain. It's not like Inspire Greatness. You don't roll hit die or anything. It's just the bonus your con It becomes 18 for me because I have 14 con. Yeah. So basically you would just get an extra... 14 hit points and then when the spell ends you'd lose 14 hit points bearing in mind that if you were at like 1 HP you would then go down to negative 13 right yeah Um, I just asked because of how it'll interact with energy drain right I think it's it's just another 14 hit points yep Yep. temporarily yep okay everybody set I'm set. Yes. So as we are entering, Kieran is going to put a hand on Frampton's shoulder and will cast Blur on him. Does Sirio put up a fuss about not being able to fight? Um, he he does fight back on it for a little bit. Um, I know but... won't press the matter. So if he wants to stick around. I mean, he does. Um, I'm assuming that if it came to it, Jessup could probably roll a high enough diplomacy to convince him if he wanted to. If he does not, then he would want to stay. Jessup doesn't. Rangers choose their own path. Yeah. I agree. He, then he would, he'd probably stay. True freedom. I but, guess when Aiden asked him, you know, when if they're contemplating, Jessup would be like, you do what you want. You've been here the whole time. If you want to save Rages, you should go. I did not. I'm not telling you what to do. Don't worry. If if it, if it comes down to it, I can just, I can just run away and then I'll catch up to him. All right. Good luck, Sirio. But perhaps we should not invoke luck. Let us succeed. Okay. We're, we're ready. We're buffed out. So you totally all, lying. you all, <laughs> you all come up to the uh, front of this door here. 
cast your spells, prepping for this combat, and you notice, as you do, the door peeks open slightly. You see, like, a little eye kind of through the crack looking out, and then sees you guys casting spells, and you hear in Goblin, he's like, like, cursing, he's like, oh, crap! Shuts the door. Biden will say in Goblin, that's right, we're coming for you now. Okay. Uh, I guess we can just roll initiative or do you want to have somebody specifically go up open the doors and then th- roll initiative like opening the doors and rolling initiative in that order i would prefer okay um do we decide who got the strength was that frampton i don't know if that would benefit him really it wouldn't benefit no it no. would not benefit oh him. that's right either so I, you or kieran would both equally benefit from it right yes i thought you want kieran. it kieran nope you're fine okay then i got it okay who's opening the door What's the formation? Serial will stay back here. Perhaps of power. Yeah, Joseph's probably going to stand on, on the spots. side of the door here, but he's not going to go in. Or be the face. Serial is standing I'd... on the box to get a line of sight. Iden will be. Uh, Iden will kick the door down. He's 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 out for blood. Okay. Iden kicks the door I'm... without I... realizing it's a pull. <laughs> what, Kieran? I I was just going to say. Um... I would cast mirror image before we go in because that's also another six minutes. So yeah. it's just another pre-buff thing. Do you want the uh, last um, extend for that, Kieran? So that way you at least have it for a decent amount of time. That we used it all. I thought you had used. It, I thought you had used it one time on a spell earlier today, but I can't. Remember yeah, I. Oh, did I? I'm sure I can't we had used it yeah, before. I'm pretty sure you did. Four. Oh, I'm sorry if we did. Sorry, that's I can't remember for sure, but I feel good. like there was one spell earlier. Yeah, I was thinking that we had two charges left. It's all good. They'll probably go away super fast anyway. Okay, so Aiden and Frampton both put hands on the door, look to each other, and simultaneously fling the door open. And as soon as you do, you see uh, in front of you, this is going to be a polygon reveal. Ooh. Standing at the front of the door, you see four figures waiting, bows drawn, (sighs) aimed at the door. You see some of them are kind of like, like their hands are a little bit twitchy because they've probably been standing there off and on, pulling pulling back and be like, nope, they're not coming. They're probably also terrified (laughs) of the the famed rangers and our prowess and our strength. They're probably shaking in their boots. Yeah. So they Wall they stand. move, they move to let loose arrows. But roll for initiative, and we'll see if they can go first. With all your buffs, this might be a quick combat. If not, we'll see. Yeah. What what all buffs do we have? Everybody uh, has bless. And That's what's bless do? It's plus one morale. Plus one morale attack. bonus to your attack rolls. Uh, oh, okay. I think Frampton, you specifically have blur, which just gives you a twenty percent miss chance. Right. Uh, and then everybody else has other. An oil of magic weapon will only work for one one weapon at, at a time, and one minute. One, yep. uh, one minute. Yes. Hey, look at that! Another nat one. Yay! Oh, I hate you, roll twenty. <laughs> so, twelve is what this program rolled for Jessup. I mean, not Jessup for Frampton. So that's easy. Uh, <laughs> Kieran rolled higher than a five. Um, yes, Jessup really rolled a 24 high. and Aiden I have there you, you as a 4 in the program but you rolled a 20 sort that okay 
Round one. First up, it is Jessup. You all know. Let's go, guys. Let's save some ranges. Inspire courage. Oh. I'm inspired. Okay. I feel inspired. You should. So it's inspired. Uh, so it was my move action. Yep, move action, inspire courage. Yep, I'll just uh, five foot step more in, so I guess I can try to peer around the corner. Okay. Yep, you can see it. you can see some hobgoblins around the corner there. Next up, we have Aiden. Oh yes, beautiful. Um, let's. Do, 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 do. I only get two attacks regardless. That's sad. Yep. Go ahead and uh, just five foot step in. Okay. And we will full attack. Okay. Who are you attacking first? Left to right. Left to right. Wait, no, okay. right to left. This way. Green, okay. then Green. red. Green. Okay. Go ahead and make your attack rolls. These are hobgoblins. So, 30 to hit, and then the second one is also a 30 to hit. Uh, you are good aligned, correct? Yep. Okay. Um, nonetheless, both of those will hit. So, green will take the 24 damage. And then 27 for a total of 51 points of damage. Mm-hmm. Which brings him from 44 hit points down to minus 7. Goodness. I what's that one in the? Blood. What's that one in the back? The one with like the ball and chain. Yeah, he looks different, doesn't he? He's Let's waving see. hello. Oh, the Inquisitor. He looks like a vampire. You he don't looks know. Like an he looks like dead. You don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think what he's he is. a vampire. That's my meal. That's my dinner over there. Iden, that is your turn. Next up, it is Kieran. Right, this is risque. Risque? How? Well, let me just see if I can do this first. I really wish I wasn't energy drained. Yeah. Okay. Be nice. Favorite mm. enemy. Bless. I'm going to move here. Ho, ho, ho. Okay. And then, I don't know, can I can I get all three of them with lightning bolt? Yep. In a line? Yep. My last one of the day. So you just like shimmy by. Excuse me. Pardon me. Excuse me. Coming there. I gotta get, I gotta get over there. Um, <laughs> they had bows right. drawn. The last one oh. of the day. A lightning bolt DC 16 for... Oh, okay. 28 damage if they fail. Whoa, 28 whoa. if they fail. Whoa, that's 19 if they no, that's not right. Oh, 16. That makes no, it that's easy. Not right either. 14. What fail. the heck are you talking about? I have no idea what's Four, going on. 14. 14 if they pass. Okay. 28 if they fail. I couldn't divide for a split second. Well, they all have the same reflex, so that makes it easy. Natural one. Ooh, Natural three. Nice. Natural six. Getting there. Yay. Um. Green. All of them fail. So 28 damage to mm -hmm. each, you said? 
Yes. Okay, that brings them down to that number of hit points left. Did Frampton roll high? Oh, he got a natural one. He won't get that sneak attack damn dude. Okay. That brings us to this guy. This guy here. He is going to look out at all of you and uh... Is that Ibs? 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 Ibsariak? Is it Blue Blob? Is it... I don't freaking, <laughs> I don't freaking know what he's gonna do. Like there was, yeah, things, there was things he was gonna do, but he can now, delay. Now everybody's dead. <laughs> he can just delay. Let him delay. There's only one he, that's dead. Yeah, he can't okay. delay. I could be the rudest person. I could be so mean right now. I'm, do it. I'm thinking. I'm thinking if I want to do it though. He cast you know open close or something or. Just do it. Do whatever he would do. That's my advice to you always. Well, because he knows. So Power word kill. And normally, normally he would try to like maybe heal one of his allies there. But the amount of an insane burst damage that you've just done, he's like, that's, that's a waste of my efforts. Yeah. The best thing he can do is to try to de- debilitate one of you as much as possible. The he way can't I see get it. both of you, though. He kind of like did the, the John Wick style, kind of like slashed the dude's knees with his first attack, and then Iden came back through and just caved in his chest. So he's thinking, oh, there's no way we could fight. I should just give up and surrender. That's what he's thinking, actually. Okay. <laughs> he's going to try to debilitate one of you as much as he can. Uh, Iden, I need I need a will save. Oh, dear God. I, sw- I swear to everything holy. Uh, and you can roll spellcraft if you want to ad- identify the spell. I, I would. Would also like to. Okay. Holy cow! That is a fantastic. Yikes. Holy cow! I just lucked out on both of those rules. So. We'll see about that. You don't know the DC yet. Okay. It's the best I could do. The only thing better was a natural 20. Yeah. So, natural of natural 19 on the die for a 21 will save. All of you identify this as the spell shatter. <laughs> As he tries to break the great sword that nearly or did kill one of his soldiers immediately. Oh, that's Josh so, would cry. Uh, that's so funny. Oh, I think I just totally five foot stepping and attacking that guy now. It's, you, it's funny too yeah. because when I asked, like, how long does magic web, how does oil magic weapon last? I almost decided to use it and then decided not to. Yeah. So had I, I could have prevented all of this. So. Standard action, he is going to try to shatter your weapon, but it does not work. So he will move action. Oh, oh. I know what he tried to do, too. Goodness. I passed it. I passed it. So okay, swift dead. action, he's going to cast Cure Light Wounds on himself. Oh, oh so he must be an Inquisitor or a War Priest or war a Paladin. Priest, war Priest is my guess. So he gets yeah. some HP back there. I think he's a War Priest. And he's going to... Golly gee, is this not going to work? Um... Golly gee. Um, golly gee. Got him saying the golly he's, gee. He's gonna acrobatics. <laughs> oh, buddy. To try to, try to get away. Oh, buddy, try to run. Uh, that's what the... do you got? Okay. What do you got? I, there's no way. There's no way. There's Grappling. No way. Ackling grapple. Okay. <laughs> there's literally no way, but there's nothing else he can do. What's he gonna do? Move into the corner? 
Yeah. <laughs> or if yeah. you give up. So he fails yeah, the literally. acrobatics check, so you can make an attack of opportunity against him, Aiden. Yes! There's nothing else he can do. He's... <laughs> oh! Okay. I think that's the only way I miss. Okay, <laughs> natural one. Yeah, that uh, that would have hit if it wasn't a natural one. Um, oh man, getting all the bad rolls out of the way now. So he he was three feet in front of you. He dodges under your blade and starts to move away. I mean, he can't get very far, but he's basically making his way around the corner. Making my way downtown. Brings us to blue. He's gonna drop his bow, which was useless. Pull out a sword. Nope. He's gonna pull out a glaive. Oh. Step here. And he's going to make an attack at Aiden. Uh, this is going to be natural two. Goodness gracious. Uh, that's not going to hit. I mean, I knew that they weren't going to win, but like, they could have done something. <laughs> no. Framton, it is your oh, turn. Chance. <laughs> hey, finally. Hooray. Welcome to combat. Ooh, I'll have flanking if I five foot step up. Yes, you will. Uh, I don't have. Oh, she doesn't out. have a glaive out. I you will help ready. you. I will help you. Uh, you won't have flanking on blue, but red has not acted yet. That's true. That oh, that's right. So he'd still be flat-footed against me. Okay. Right. What a Thank benevolent GM. GM. You're so benevolent. Yeah. He's just no. given up on this combat. He's the dragon. Like, yeah. just the dragon lands behind him. you, kills everyone. We're done. <laughs> He's like, I know what comes later on, so you guys can have your moments. Five foot step up and attack. Okay. Turn on my. Are you two up and fighting, or just doing the? Huh? Are you two up and fighting? Yes. Okay. Roll your attacks. If you kill him, we can just move those over to blue. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Ten p.m. and that's Frampton's first attack roll. So a 14 is going to miss his flat-footed, but a 25 will hit his flat-footed, dealing seven points of damage and sneak attack. Ooh. Put him down. Probably will. No, 4d6. There you go, Justin. Yes, 4d6. Ooh. 20 points of damage, which brings him from 9 hit points to minus 11. Wow. He falls. It would be his turn. He is dead. It would then be Green's turn. Green is dead. Top of round two, we have Jessup. Actually, no, Sirio. I never, I never did Sirio. I didn't. Or Cicero, I yes. didn't even add him to the initiative. He will move. Take out of blue. And he has to double move. He's gonna double move up to here. He's gonna double move into the room and getting his halfling wacko. sling staff out, and he's double moving up there just so he can threaten. Uh, but that's pretty much as far as he can get now, Jessup. Uh, so Jessup will move up. Does this guy have any weapons or anything out? He does have a light flail. Is it a light flail? Okay. So I will be attacking into melee. A light flail, yes. Yep, I'll move, point blank, arcane, fire into melee, drop bardic performance. But it will linger. And I'll take one shot. Okay. Get him. 
Get him. Oh, snap! Oh, snap. Crack 29. Wow. Natural 20 will hit. Potential critical hit. A 21. So that is... You already have the firing into melee penalty in there? That's correct. Okay. Yeah. He gets a soft cover bonus because you're firing through Serio. So that guy. brings his AC from a... <laughs> he gets a plus four, so from a 17 to a 21. Which means you perfectly confirm your critical nice. hit. Wow. Dealing 27 points of damage. He had healed himself, so he has 18 hit points. Which brings wow. him down to negative nine. <laughs> Jessup oh did a thing! Gosh. <laughs> Jessup is Jessup. so happy and proud of himself. Is this the first time he's ever killed a man? Alright, you know... No, <laughs> you can't, you can't... No, Hobgoblin is not a man. It's the... Yeah. Yeah. Let's not, I mean, they are a playable not, race, so no, they are still, like... Them. No. They are humanoids. They are... So... I, so this may be one of the first times or only times Jessup has successfully killed something, but it's not that for a lack of trying. <laughs> uh, you've assisted in many deaths. My my buffs help kill people. Yes, yeah. this is true. Yes. Jessup runs in, pulls back his short bow, lets loose an arrow, and it flies right into the back of this guy's head, and he just collapses forward as he was running away. Like Jessup is almost like stunned that he did a thing. <laughs> moving, huh. well then, moving from Jessup, we have Iden. Only one left. But yeah, you now um, can't five foot step up to him, so. Well, I was going to say, I can't get around on this side of the door to reach him. No, up. I would argue that the wall is giving cover. So the way I envision this is he kind of, when he went, swung on him with the glaive, I didn't kind of caught it and, like, ran through and snuck between um, Frampton coming up behind to attack that other guy. So go ahead and provoke, except I can roll acrobatics to try to prevent it since it's less than 15. You can roll feet. acrobatics. I think soft cover would prevent him from being able to make an attack of opportunity. I think it's also that, a reach weapon, right? Is yeah, he... it's a reach weapon. That's why I'm saying is like, I don't oh, think so he can he, make he an attack can't. of opportunity through the soft cover. No, then he can't. And I get set up flanking. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah. Cause he doesn't, he doesn't provoke next to him yeah, cause not, it's a threat. It's a range weapon. No, nothing stopping me. <laughs> yeah. So, so you can uh, roll your one attack against this. Yep. Guy who got hit by lightning bolt already. 21, 21. will hit. Dealing actually, 29 actually points just, of damage. Just barely hits, actually. That was really close. Um, that, I um, I miss... Yeah, yeah, it was very close. I needed that flanking, actually. Yep. So 29 points of damage. He had 16 hit points. So he oh, goes man. down. Moving on now, from... Oh, what is that? Oh, uh, no. No, I thought comment was over. Sorry. Moving on from Aiden, we have Kieran. Uh, these four guys are dead. It's still round two. Oh, boy. I told him. I, I said, guess. I gave him the warning. We're coming for you now. Like, no, you can't you can't hide forever. <laughs> We're here to kill. Which corner? Where, where do I have to be to, like, peek around this corner? Uh, if you move to that space, we, that'll be fine. So you would be able to see... Goodness, let me reveal some of this bit here. Some of this is going to need to be polygon revealed. Oh boy! I didn't would have laughed if you walk around the corner here and there's the dragon chilling right there. Right. I'd be <laughs> like, and you should have just put the away. dragon icon there just to mess with us. You really uh, should have. Yeah, that would have been funny, but uh, I was too depressed by 
how poorly these guys performed in combat. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Did you think that they could do anything? I thought they might hit once. I've been least. there. It's rough. I have been in that, that you know, same seat. One time. I, I do just, like six points of damage, maybe. It feels joking. almost I have, like I feel guilty when we have a combat like this because every other combat <laughs> is never like this. I, I don't. I don't feel guilty at all. No, it's like just, yeah. Sometimes it's got to go this way. I have a plus twenty-one to hit. If I don't demolish this encounter, I'm terrified. Right? I don't get to have fun. It's like, oh, I lose this too. How are we gonna beat a dragon? We need these moments. We need the we need the little elements of. Hey, try having a. A little moments. Crit, crit built paladin in your party as GM and <laughs> little moments. Sarah, talk not to all me the about. Time. There's a difference. <laughs> so, Kieran, you you move in to take a closer look at this. Uh, the the hole almost of of the first floor of this tower. You see, the lowest level of this tower bears several large holes that are knocked through the brickwork walls. The floor is a mess of splintered timber and rubble. Water dribbles steadily down the staircase to the north, passing through an open doorway and then joining a stinking, filthy mess uh, inside uh, a privy, which you can see the door is slightly open. I haven't revealed the room, but uh, the door is slightly open here. That It looks like it is a privy. The water is kind of going in through there, and, and it's kind of mixing in a gross area. Uh, it looks like there's a sturdy door in the back that uh, is barred. Um, you can see in this room there are two large, um, what's it say, two enormous sows and a dozen other pigs of varying ages that are just kind of rooting around the ruins and waste in this area. They don't look hostile. They're kind of like squealing as you come by and all this noise, but there's just like pigs everywhere. And it's it's a filthy mess. But you don't see any other enemies. So okay. we can drop all out right. of initiative now that you've confirmed Okay. At the moment that there's no other enemies here. And I assume you convey that back to them. Yes. Um, looks like the coast is clear. I'm not checking the privy this time. Someone else can do that. Uh, just mind your step. There's a bit of a crowded situation over here. It looks like this is where they were keeping the livestock, or either this is where the livestock ended up. Aiden's in quick mode. He's looking for the next thing to fight. Okay. He wants to. He, want, he wants to keep moving. He's okay. got the adrenaline's pumping. Okay, so you're you guys are moving through. Uh, if you look into the uh, privy real quick, nothing of in interest in there. Smells horrible, but it looks like it dumps out into the water again. So take that as you will. That perception is pretty uh, indicative. He uh, was that was for a quick glance at the bodies for any useful items. Didn't see anything. He's moving on. Uh, yeah, with a. 14, yeah. Um, you don't see anything else useful uh, in the immediate vicinity. Uh, we've got an 18 from Kieran. What? You, That's room at the am door. I in? Um, oh, sorry. Oh, no. I was just looking at the room for the. If there's any items in here that would have a DC of anything. Um, yeah, so running through Kieran, you don't see anything of interest. Uh, there's a staircase here, obviously. Um, right there, going upwards. And then there's this barred door in the back that you will have to open manually. I will open manually. Okay. You unbar the door. It leads into a small alcove. We have another door that is locked. <laughs> Frampton. Frampton, Frampton, I think this is right up your alley. 
Um, I want to check just to make sure it's not trapped. Because it's my specialty with a 15. Totally Bow drawn, Doesn't looking up like the it. door. If he hears or sees anything, Aiden's going to look up and listen up those stairs. Does he hear the fearful goblins cowering? Um, you can roll in a... Okay, so 23 up the staircase for distance. You hear movement voices, or a voice, yeah. but not like not like a commotion but there's definitely a voice coming from up there um kieran with a 15 perception doesn't look trapped frampton with a 24 disabled device um you're not able to pick it you can try again frampton i i forgot i have this ring of keys there's three keys on them you can try those real quick yeah yeah um... I'm really struggling with this lock. Let me take a look. And I tried the three keys. Do any okay. of the keys work? Um, you look at the keys. So one of them, you know, undid the uh, chains at the ankles. Um, one of them undid the room, the building to the south. So you take the third key, the last key. You put it into this lock and you hear as the uh, as the lock dis. Uh, dis- What's the word I'm looking? Disengages. Engages. Your your sound filter for your mic cut out the sound. Yeah, it, it was more high pitched than I wanted it to be. It wasn't like as a kerchunk as I wanted, so I, I it's fine. <laughs> um, but uh, the the lock opens, and you can open the door if you so wish. I if you dare, open the door. I dare. Okay. So I'll describe some of this here. So this what you've already seen. This short hallway leads to a, uh, a locked door with a small inset window. Beyond is a, this locked door, is the mildew-stained um, uh, door, and beyond the whole room is kind of stained with this mildew. You open the door, and... I don't know if this is on the right layer. Is it? No. No? Okay. Nope. Can't see anything. You huh? see, I have one token here. But what you see is over a dozen prisoners that look to still be alive. Uh, All of them appear to be former rangers in varying stages of malnourishment. Uh, Roll a quick heal check. 16. You're able to notice there's probably about 16 people in this room. You think two of them one second. Yeah. Two of them are probably dead. Oh. Uh, the other 14 appear to be alive, but some of them are hanging on at this point. Um, Crooked Auburn, Master Channels. It's, uh, right. they're still, 14 of them are still alive, but they're, some of them are hanging on. One of them, this guy here, well, blow up a little bit. Ooh. I remember this corpse. This corpse? Is this, what? Is this, this is the yeah. same token you used yeah. when the body yeah. exploded. Oh, the yeah. rock grub. Yeah. yeah, he's got rock grub. He's got rock grub. I don't trust it. I him, and that, him and that Faye were friends, so that's the uh, illusion that she had used. Yeah. You yeah. open the door, and as you do, that figure stands up, and he kind of looks almost groggily in your direction, doesn't really recognize you, and he just says, I've already told you. I've got nothing to say to you. Uh, right, well, um, Frampton, uh, you shuts yeah. the door and locks it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing in there, guys. 
No, for him to go, uh, I don't think I've ever asked you for anything, uh, but would you like to get out of here? And we'll see you next week. <laughs> you're not... You're not one of them hobgoblins. You're not with Do them. You're like not with the Legion. To be honest, my vision's been blurry for the past couple of days. I can't tell who you are. Well, then I'll try not to take an insult to that, that you just called me a hobgoblin. You don't look so great yourself. <laughs> Probably not. What's going on? You said getting us out of here? Uh, yeah, we're storming this here, uh, tower, and me and some companions of mine, and, uh... How many of you? bring you! How many are you? Uh, you f- four? He... But a hearty four! He half chuckles, he's- <laughs> Alright, uh... Well, I guess I'll have to do. Oh, well, first I look like a hobgoblin, and now I'll just have to do. Aren't you a pleasant one? Joseph kind of steps in here. Let's, uh, let's not anger the, uh, our refugees here. Jessup, as you step in, there's a, like, a flash of recognition in this guy's face as he hears your voice. He's kind of, like, squinting at your direction. He says, By a rastal... Jessup, is that you? Jessup looks in. Do I recognize said individual? Roll a uh, knowledge local. Oh, that'd be one of those really awkward moments where, like, can I oh, uh, yeah. take a 10? Hey, sure. Hey, hey, for the best. sure, yeah. What's I'll up? take a 10 and hope for the best for yeah. a 21. Okay. Uh, you do recognize this man. Uh, probably a dozen years or so ago, a long time ago, he was one of the rangers that you actually personally re- recruited. Uh, oh. long time ago, and before you retired, obviously, but he... He was uh, a young boy that you recruited into the Rangers and has been with them ever since. And you you are able to recall his name with that 21. His name is Cobb Greenleaf. Cobb Greenleaf. Two so Jessup kind of shoves by Frampton and... Uh, oh, <laughs> just... Well, it's kind of... Show. It's, more, it's more my stomach just pushed out of the way. My, my apologies, but... Hey, is that uh, Cobb? Cobb Greenleaf? Yeah. It is. He kind of weakly reaches out a hand and he says, You'll have to apologize to your friend there. I didn't realize the rangers had come back for us. Yeah, we certainly did. Walks in and, My, you've... You've gotten older. It's been a couple of years. I'm, yeah, I, uh, maybe put on a few pounds. But I'm glad you recognized my voice. Yeah, I wouldn't forget it. <laughs> Look, uh, I'd love to chat, but... Your friend there said something about getting us out of here. He also said that there's only four or five of you, so that's not the great numbers that we need to take this place back, I don't know, but uh, if we can get us out of here, I mean, we're all kind of weak, it's going to be tough, but I don't know how much of this place you've cleared, but if we can get out of here, that'd be great. Uh, pretty much the tower's the only thing that we haven't cleared yet. Um, not okay. sure what's up about the uh, above floors here, and, uh, you know, there, there's a dragon. You yeah, know, I know. Man. I'm keenly aware. Uh... Look, let's get us let's get out of here. I'll fill you in on the details once we're back to a safe place. How's that sound? I figured, yeah. So I figured we could try to help them get all back over here, and then maybe Auburn can use some channels to okay. heal them all. Okay. With that, we can formulate the next steps to how to get these fourteen malnourished, injured rangers out of Fort Trevally.
next week. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like Iden's all adrenaline up. I almost wanted him to like taunt up the stairs. That's right. We're coming for you next. Beware. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just rolling his shit. Feel the mighty fall. <laughs> he just charges up. <laughs> but immediately runs back again. down the. Yeah, I was gonna say immediately runs back down the stairs. I made a mistake. The uh, Han Solo. Just yeah. to you yeah. know. <laughs> Ten basilisks are coming behind him. Yeah, this water is coming from the upstairs and then pouring into um, here. Yeah, I can real quick reveal that whole area there. Awesome. And then I can reveal mm -hmm. on the map the uh, the uh, oh, what is it? The mysterious turrets on the side. Yeah. So the the turret on the side that you all <laughs> that you all thought was a turret. <laughs> yeah. Was actually. Yeah, was actually the second floor of the tower. It was Multhuni the whole time? Oh, it was only the second floor? Put in the yeah. new code. Oh, so this Spoilers, the other the silos are the third and the fourth floors. <gasps> oh, really? See, I thought this was the top, so that... Nope. Well, top, no, this was the top. Was... That is yeah. the roof the of the prison. That's the roof of the prison that you were just on. Oh, I see. So that's the second floor balcony. Precipice to the top. Yeah, so that's the way. hole that is in the top floor. There's this big gaping gotcha. hole there. Yep. Yep, yep, gotcha. yep. Gotcha. But we'll explore that next time.